Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine! Cougars, go time on a Tuesday morning. It's Gatlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Thank them for their years of partnering with the drill. Formerly, back in the day, known as Sports Final Radio. E, do you remember Sports Final Radio or no? Too, no, that's too be- far back. Yeah, yeah, that's before me. Wow, amazing. Time flies, baby. Time flies. Um, unless you're the Eagles and they clipped your wings and time stood still, man. I, You think the Jags collapsed? Uh, the Eagles got to pull off the same routine. They just extended theirs into the first week of the playoffs. And we got a lot of playoff talk as the field now set. We're down to, I guess it would be the Elite Eight of the NFL. Some really cool matchups coming up next week. It's chalk in the AFC. The end of the day. One, two, three, four. Not the story in the NFC. Um, after Bucks, uh, nice win over Philly. But the story is more about the the discontent in Philadelphia and how quickly and off the cliff it went wrong. So we'll get into that. We'll get into the resurgent Buffalo Bills. E, I look out the side of my eye, and if you ask me who I think is going to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC, not sure. It's not Buffalo. Yeah, no. Man, they are rolling. That Josh Allen, dude, he, he's going to get his MVP one day. He is. They, he needs. Perhaps should be in some consideration this year. He he put that football team on his back at six and six, and look where they are—the two seed. And it mattered because they now get Patrick Mahomes in Buffalo. Something, uh, but listen, I I heard it summed up this way. This is well said. When it comes to Mahomes, I'm not I'm not saying he can't win on the road in the playoffs, but gosh, I'm ready to see him have to make him do it. He has not played a playoff game on the road. Patrick Mahomes, he Ooh, will stood. next week. They save the best for last. It'll be that 630. Hey, heads up, NFL. Let's don't start it at 930. It's Bill's Chiefs biggest game of the year. Why don't we just put that one in theaters only? J.A.'s and the officiating. Oh, my good grief. Gosh. Get into that as well. But let me tell you what from the NFL has caught my attention top of this morning. It's the coaching intrigue, E.T. Got some big names out there, man. Some uh, three guys. One, it comes to mind more in the moment. You can actually almost throw four in there. I'll add a fourth here in a second. But three guys yesterday in the headlines. Three coaches. Championship pedigree. Of these three. They have won championships at the highest levels, okay? Let me start with, I I can't help but chuckle at this headline. All right? Really digest the headline I'm about to read to you. Because I'm old enough to remember when 
the term goat wasn't a compliment. For much of my life, the goat was the clod. He was the failure. Heroes and goats. There were heroes and goats in 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 life, in competition, in sports. And to be the goat wasn't a good thing. It would it, you were the one that was kicked around. You weren't heroic. You were <laughs> just wandering around. You're the goat. A barnyard animal. Goat means something else now. I think, E, this is a good question for the text line. All right. 641-1010 designed by Lifetime Enclosures. I'll add us. I think that the first, I, I, I think Jordan produced the term goat. I got to agree with I you. I think he's the first that we call the goat. Now, before him, if you were the goat, you just said it. I am the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. Right? You, yeah, were, the, you, yeah. were, you were the greatest. You, the, the acronym GOAT, I believe, was was placed on Michael Jordan. And or or maybe what, Wayne Gretzky maybe a little bit? He was the great, you know, he was great Gretzky. He was the, the, but I, I don't, okay. yet, he, now he is now established of as the GOAT. But yes. I think the G-O-A-T, the GOAT, okay. was coined for Jordan. For Jordan. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and I really, in my mind, and y'all can argue me. Because, again, we, we place this GOAT label now on, on any, if you've played any sport and you were the best at your sport. Yep. But in succession, it felt like, to me, the GOAT term was applied to Jordan and then Tiger, which is the most debatable of all the GOATs in my mind, and then Brady. Those are like the three on the GOAT rush. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'm old enough to remember when, if, they, if you were the GOAT in the proceeding, it wasn't necessarily a good thing. So, with that, I take you. To a headline that, my God, I had to chuckle. You ready for the headline? Hit me. Falcons interview Belichick for coaching vacancy. Yeah, shouldn't that read? Belichick interviews Falcons. <laughs> right? For coaching vacancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how that interview should go. So, uh, Bill, do you want the job? <laughs> um, I just uh, got a time together. I put, uh, I put together a little film. Short presentation. This is from uh, the Super Bowl in 2016. We're um, we're the ones with three. Um, you're the ones with 28. Um, um, so I'll. I'm. It's on to Philadelphia. Falcons are interviewing Belichick, are they? Make sure he can meet their lofty standards, are they? Huh? <laughs> Falcons interview Belichick. It made me chuckle. Et. Huh? This is kind of funny. I tell you what, in that barnyard, you got two goats, and they darn sure are polar opposite different things. Uh, the Falcons' goathood goes back to the days where there were heroes and goats, and the goats were the ones getting kicked in the face, and that would be the Atlanta Falcons. Meanwhile, strolls in six Super Bowl rings. I'm surprised the facility's walls didn't melt. But Bill Belichick, available, out there looking of course, you wonder about Dallas and the Cowboys. How, it, you know, it, it would seem as if Belichick and Jones are friendly. I don't know if I'm going to say they're friends. I don't know if they're hanging out in the offseason. Uh, H, please, for Jerry uh, Jones, E.T., would you like to take a guess? I looked this up yesterday. Chatting football with Mrs. P. 86. 81. Okay. Yeah, 81. Um, 
and Belichick is 71, right? Isn't that what we said? Oh. Club Med, maybe, for those two boys. Uh, so, we'll see, you know, Belichick will make the rounds. I'm sure he'll see. Again, I would say one job that's not open would sure seem to fit him, but there's a lot of history of that. That Jets team seems like a Patriots-type team because they'd have Aaron Rodgers, guy in the ship, got the great running game with 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 Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson with Aaron Rodgers. You would have to assume is going to emerge as a top-five kind of guy, and they play great defense. Yep. Sound familiar? You could argue in some ways Dallas fits that kind of mold. The Falcons are an interesting one because Belichick just left a situation since Brady left. It wasn't that Brady left. It was that they didn't replace him. Right? Sure, Brady left. That's a problem. I get it. But so did Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love's doing okay. It's not that your great one left. It's that you were so illy prepared to replace him. And you look in Atlanta, and I could, you know, what, uh, Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter are going to get you juiced for that job? So if you're Belichick, I guess if you are the Falcons, maybe it's not an interview. It's just a, my God, can you tell us what the hell we do wrong all the time? What would you do, Bill? Um, thank you. Falcons got to get a quarterback. They got to go get one of these dudes. I, 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 Russell Wilson doesn't do it for me. The guy out there is Justin Fields, but the, it seems the Bears are not, not necessarily going to deal him, which, uh, by the way, it'd be the smart thing, but I'm not always counting on the Bears to do the smart thing. At least in my opinion, it would be. So, Belichick on the market. It's going to be fascinating to watch where he goes, who trusts him. The Chargers are another that seems like a good fit. They have, um, you know, gotten rid of both coach and GM there. Would Belichick in Dallas, would he mesh with Jerry Jones when it comes to front office decisions? You know, if you're Atlanta, you say, yes, please take the job. You can have total control, whatever. Do it all, man. So that's why, yeah, the Falcons are interviewing Belichick. Sure they are. No. How about this one? Falcons beg Belichick during coaching interview. Let's get some more realistic headlines. Falcons offer to pay Bill Belichick Home Depot if he'll coach the football team. All right. I said there were there were four intriguing ones. Three uh, yesterday in the news. The second, it's Jim Harbaugh interviewing now uh, officially w- with, with the Chargers. Do you feel like Harbaugh is just getting an ego stroke and a contract boost? There's already a contract apparently waiting for him in Ann Arbor, Michigan, an extension of his that will make him the highest paid coach in college football. I know this is true, but I doubt that it matters with these type A, uber-competitive guys. College football's harder work, man. It's harder work. As disappointing as things were, and I know that Doug Peterson is doing some post-season you know, season analysis, he can also sit on the beach for a little bit here. You're not doing that in college. Just one thing to the next, dude. And with that transfer portal now, it's like the season ends. You, you, you're immediately into recruiting the 2025s, finishing off the 2024s. You're re-recruiting your own team. You're, you're, you're scanning the, the transfer portal. You're having to make inroads there. You're dealing with collectives and NILs and off-season boosters and you name it, man. And then it's spring practice. And then before you know it, it's you, you've started all over again. Then you're hosting your summer camps. Then you're going to evaluate kids that are in them. It's never ending, man. Didn't they go to Paris or something last year too? He, I don't think it was like he. He took them to the Vatican one yeah. year. Oh, yeah, that's been a that. few years. I, the NCAA may have may have put. I don't know 
uh, why that stopped but for a while there. Actually, you know, he was taking these world tours and getting them all cultured, and they were getting their uh, brains beat in by Michigan. Maybe we just now practice in a cornfield. Get ready for some ball. Certainly figured it out. He's flipped the script. He has gone. It's gone from the Big Ten being Ohio State's conference to Michigan's conference. Three straight playoff appearances. Now a national title. And all of the state's spoils are there waiting on him if he decides to stay at Michigan. So I wonder if he's just doing this for, you know, it, the ego stroke. The pin stroke on an increasing burgeoning contract number. Or the challenge, I do think somebody like Harbaugh, okay, I've climbed the mountain. I've gone to Michigan. I brought a national title home. Undisputed, unsplit national title for my alma mater. I want to win a Super Bowl. I came so close with the 49ers. He would not be like other college coaches making the jump. He's made the jump and succeeded. Right? You're not talking about plucking Urban Meyer or Steve Spurrier or someone who hasn't had... NFL experience at all, you're talking about a dude who was a a whisker away from winning the Super Bowl. And so you wonder how driven Harbaugh is to accomplish that. I'm sure if you're a Michigan fan, you hope not too driven. So Harbaugh officially interviewing with the Chargers, watching him make the rounds. And if he decides to make the jump up. The third coach this morning Uh, based off yesterday's news, is Mike Tomlin. All right, so we've referenced Belichick. He's got the six Super Bowls as a head coach. We've referenced Harbaugh, the recent winner of the Natty title and a former Super Bowl coach himself, although he didn't win. Lost to his brother, John Harbaugh. And then there is uh, Mike Tomlin, who has won a Super Bowl with the Steelers, lost another, right? And he's got this unbelievable 16, 17 years in a row now, is it, with winning record. But they are playoff flops. And, the, the, you know, ultimately in this era of social media, it's impossible. It's impossible. And I'm going to, next segment, I'm going to apply this to college football and this story they're trying to sell me that I don't believe. Because of the intensity of opinion that exists today, you sports fans out there at any point can go to your Instagram or your Twitter and just let them have it. Do they read everything you write? Certainly not. But it just filters, doesn't it? Permeates. It's like an energy about it. And so, Mike Tomlin, it's impossible to be any part of Steelers Nation, much less the leader of it, and not know the uncertainty at best, a kind way to say the uncertainty that so much of the fan base has in you, right? Well, uh, it's pretty clear, by the way, what the real problem is, and you got to have a quarterback. I mean, you're not winning with Mason Rudolph. I don't know what you want or expect or, you know, unless Mike Tomlin is picking the quarterbacks up there, they've left him in limbo now for four or five years. And I know Big Ben was there for part of it. Remember, he was hurt and Rudolph was having to play. And they've started some odd characters. If you could look back here and there and everywhere, they've had to start guys just to be starting. And now they seem to have three of them on their roster to pick from, and none of them are good enough. But Tomlin, after watching his team surrender 30-plus for like their fourth straight playoff defeat, I think... I think they won one playoff game, and then the other four losses, they all, they've given up at least 30. It was over 40 before 
um, stifling those bills to just 31 yesterday. Steelers fell behind early, made mistakes. Josh Allen just you know, throwing touchdown tosses, rumbled one in from Fiddy out. The dude is an animal right now. He's playing great. Ooh, be careful of the Bills. But back to Tomlin, and after the game, in the post game, he answered a variety of questions about his, you know, disappointment about the way certain uh, players played, about the season in general. And then the old pop. The question came up, Mike. You're going into the last year of your Tomlin in the middle of the question. Yeah, that'll be it for me. Turn, exit, stage left. Not a word. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means, listen, I've read the speculation you dudes and dudettes have been writing about me out there. I'm done talking to you. In other words, you probably have seen the story, or maybe you haven't, but there's been one filtering of late that Tomlin is considering stepping away, considering retiring. And if during the age of opinion, you hear a bunch of hoorays, on the Steelers' website or on the social media accounts. Uh, I, I think Mike Tomlin understands the NFL is not about producing 9-8, and 10-7, and seven winning seasons, losing wild card games. Not what the league's about. Doesn't fulfill you at all. So whether or not Mike Tomlin himself is considering, I, I don't think that, in fact, didn't the rumor or, or didn't the report float recently that the Roonies are offering him an extension? That's a lawyer. It, it, listen, if that job comes open, all you coaches out there, run to Pittsburgh as fast as you can. You want to talk about a loyal organization? E.T., I was born in 1967, my brother. The Steelers in my lifetime have had three coaches. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. That's it. I was born in uh, 86. It's only two yeah. of them. It's only two of them. Cowher and Tomlin. Yeah. And all with Super Bowl titles, by the way. Steel City. I lived up near Pittsburgh in the late 70s. I was there the year the Steelers and Pirates both won. The Pirates won the, the, the World Series, and the Steelers won the Super Bowl. It would have been the 1979 season. City of Champions, they called it then. Uh, a lot of rings up there in Pittsburgh, but a lot of questions, man. It's uh, there's Listen, the two areas... You least want to have to question, if you are a football organization or a fan, the two areas, the two positions are what? Quarterback and coach. Uh, and those are the ones that are a little bit murky um, up there in Pittsburgh. Tomlin walks off in the middle of a, like about your contract. Whoop, he gone. Well, uh, apparently they don't have social media in Gainesville. I'll explain when I return. We're up and rolling. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. We got brunch with the tour today. Brunch with the tour is taking on a different meaning this year. It's hitting different this year. The wheel spin is the punishment. Not about being first. Don't be last. We have our first totals. After last week's event, the Sony in Hawaii, the tour comes stateside, and we will uh, ratchet up our coverage as well. So thanks for being up and at them with us on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Outfitting your car, truck, or van. Syncing up your work cruise. Making sure that that new or recently purchased truck is accessorized just how you need it. It's Catlin Truck Accessories. Online at WilliamCatlin.com. Downtown, 2nd and Main. And I'm tearing every MC in the game to play yourself out position and mention my name. I make a rhyme for every syllable in your name. Go platinum for every time you're grinding is on the train. Watch your mouth. Don't ever step out of line. All right, back here. Greatest of all time. 
The GOAT. Uh, that's oh, Cool, J, uh, cool J, who perhaps coined the term, but yeah, I think we're in agreement, text line and otherwise, that uh, the, the term gusto, uh, bestowed from a uh, sports perspective, first on Michael Jordan, uh, from the uh, more from the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure. Hicken and Prosser are the goats of morning sports talk radio. Thank you, friend. Throw E.T. in there as well. Recently added to the stable. Um, it all starts thank you. Yeah. with Dan Hickett and Jeff Prosser. Sure it does. You bet it does. You know, we were talking a, a bunch about coaches. A Jaguars defensive coordinator search, you know, is, is also on the burner here. Our man Ship, John Shipley, who, Chip. com- who covers the Jaguars for SI.com, has written a pretty good in-depth column on just all the names that are associated, you know, the the six or seven that have been linked already, some other names uh, potentially, rather than, you know, read you ship's column. I can uh, send you there. Just uh, go to SI.com or Google Shipley Jaguars, however you want to get there. Um, but there are, you know, the name, and we mentioned him yesterday, and the one that's probably best known is Wink Martindale. And, you know, if you're a certain age, you, you still get a little bit of a smile. That's a game show host name from back in the day. You know who Wink Martindale is, the game show host? Uh-uh. I mean, we're, we're talking, like, you know, Pro Bowl game show hosts. Like, there's five or six big ones. Wink Martindale. Look up Wink Martindale, a game show host. I mean, big time. I think he did... Um, Gang, help me out there. What do you do? Like card sharks, maybe? Was that him? He did a bunch of different ones. Wink Martindale was a big boy in the game show world now. Yeah, he's up there with like, you know, Sajak and Bob Barker and, you know, those dudes. Uh, So anyway, uh, as for the Jaguars defensive coordinator search, Wink Martindale certainly has some credentials from both Baltimore and the Giants. Kind of ended his tenure in New York in a huff. Um, the more from the column that I that I read that 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 John put out, it, there are not as many necessarily ties to Doug Peterson this go round. You know the Jags are very bad in tackling last year. Something needs to be worked on communication and tackling. Four or five guys on the dude are notorious for having defense. Just about all of them, by the way, have been coordinators, and four or five are notorious for having be, performing especially well in the tackling category. That'd be nice. Be a cool idea to, I don't know, start tackling people. Sounds cool to me. So while there is this coaching uh, intrigue, particularly around those three big boys, there's another Super Bowl winning coach, by the way, who you just kind of feel fluttering in the Texas wind right now. That's Mike McCarthy. How to parse out blame when it comes to big expectations failing is difficult for an owner. It's hard to determine exactly why is it. Is it because of the coach? I mean, it's the same coach that won a division. See my boy Wink Martindale in there, yeah. 22 games hosted. See? He's oh a goat, goodness. man. He, it, it could Wink Martindale. I don't think he can be the I think Alex Trebek is the goat. Yeah. Just because of so many. Although, I don't know. It could be Bob Barker, man. I was going to say, Bob Barker's up there, too. I mean, he did a lot of years, Bob Barker, Price, or maybe he's the goat. But, but my, to my point, see, Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator, is not the most accomplished Wink Martindale of the <laughs> Wink Martindales. Oh, man. Huh? To have a name so unique as Wink Martindale, I, you're not even the most accomplished one. I tell you, I, I promise <laughs> you that the dude, the Wink Martindale today, huh? I promise you his name is Bob Martindale, 
and he got the nickname Wink, Wink. Martindale because back in the day, he's probably about my age, back in the day, Wink Martindale uh-huh. was the game show host. So I promise you, the defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, 100% got it from the game show GOAT, Wink Martindale. I feel pretty confident in that. All right, remember I was talking about Oh, first I want to mention this. Have you seen what FSU is up to over there in Tallahassee when it comes to Alabama? What are them boys up to? Well, they've got another Alabama transfer. I believe this is now five. Sean Murphy, a linebacker, committing to Mike Norvell. He went into the transfer portal just a couple of days ago, so nod, nod, wink, wink. Sure, he didn't know he was going to FSU. Uh, but uh, Kalen DeBoer seen a bunch of dudes hit the portal to the point that he pleaded, hey, guys, give me a chance. Jalen Milrow will stay. That's important. There are some other all-star level players for Alabama that, that are staying, but there's also some pretty big names, important players that, that are gone, and now five of them, five of them have landed in Tallahassee. Uh, wide out Malik Benson. There's an offensive guard, Terrence Ferguson. Running back, Roy Dale Williams, who I believe ran for about 500 yards this year. Defensive back, Earl Little the second. So Norvell, who was among the candidates to replace Saban. Now he won't be giving Alabama anything, but he's certainly taken a bunch. All right, when it comes to taking a bunch, and you think of Billy Napier, the bunch that he's taken is criticism. And the... I All I can do in reading this story from Gainesville that has emerged from an interview, a sit-down interview with the athletics director there, Scott Strickland, is just a bubble that they're living in right now in Gainesville. I mean, you want to talk about a break from the pulse of your fan base, buddy. Sit down for this one. A.D. Scott Strickland, you ready? Said it's news to him that Billy Napier is on the hot seat. Well, that says a whole lot, man. As Strickland also isn't buying into the idea at all. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's a made-up term, he told the Orlando Sentinel. People can put them on whatever list they want. It has nothing to do with reality. Um, Reality check needed indeed. Strickland went on to say he backs the football coach 100%, supremely confident he'll turn around the Gators, despite this assumption out there that 2024 could be make or break for Billy Napes. Florida has floundered under Napier. Consecutive losing seasons, 11 and 14 overall, 1 and 7 against rivals Georgia, Tennessee, LSU, and FSU. A recruiting class that just fell equally as hard from as high as number three just a week before signing day to all the way down to 16 in the team rankings. In the transfer portal, where news continues to flicker, they don't crack the top 50. Certainly, D.J. Lagway gives hope for the future. Again, this, quote, nation's toughest schedule is only the nation's toughest schedule because Florida has found itself playing more like Vanderbilt than Georgia. And I would completely concur with Hick that if this was a 9-3 and three outfit down there, they could go 9-3 and three against this schedule. It is certainly not as overwhelming as it is being portrayed. And the only reason it can be portrayed that way is Shows you how far Florida has fallen. 
But they've got a tough schedule. It is true. Uh, the defensive staff, the strength and nutrition programs have been overhauled. But they haven't signed a high-profile transfer portal player. Closest is the Ivy League player of the year who, you know, shows up in some top 20 lists. Meanwhile, FSU, third in the portal rankings. Strickland, though, said of Billy Napier, Billy made tough decisions that there were definitely the right decisions. That's going to have a big impact. Uh, by the way, still no offensive changes. Uh, let me shoot a flare that says spells out the word play caller, please. Game day decision-making has left a lot to be desired. Game day operation has played a part in that 11 and 14. Some head scratchers. Uh, The special teams still do not have a coordinator despite a bunch of costly miscues. Um, But Strickland will look at the rest of the staff and not his guy, Billy Napier. We're continually looking for ways to improve. Billy's continually looking for ways to improve his football program. Um, and this is where it just, I mean, come on, man. This guy has brought a Mississippi state mentality to a three-time national champion. This is gross, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not advocating. They fire Billy Napier today. This loser mentality from that dude in the suit down there that, uh, that, that occupies the athletics director's office. It's becoming joke territory. You see Strickland says the Gators are on a track under Napier. They're on the right track. They're on track, this dude says. They're on track with a head coach that's 11 and 14. Strickland talks down to us with this. Quote, I get it. Comes back to the record. You make a field goal against Arkansas. You stop a fourth down at Missouri. The record's still not what we want, but it's a different conversation. The temperatures come down a little bit. Who needs reality again? Because I just checked my... Computer, the reality is you didn't make a field goal against Arkansas. You didn't stop a fourth down against Missouri. So that's great. Everything you're talking about are symptoms. The cause is the record. All right. They were very young last year. They did add a a, a difference maker at quarterback. Graham Mertz played pretty well. You have to assume that Florida will be better. But at the end of the day, Strickland is falling in again to the bottom-level conference teams who think just because they're older, they're better. If their players aren't in as, as good, it doesn't matter. You not understanding football, dude. Strickland ends with this. Our overall roster is going to be older. Older teams beat up younger teams. You look at the teams that played in the college football playoff. There are a lot of veterans on those teams. One of the keys in college football, really, in all college sports these days, you need to be old. You need to figure out a way to stay old. So we're going to be older. That's what we can hang our hats on this offseason, Gator Nation. We're going to be older. Sheesh. Back with a football fix. Schedule set for the next round of the playoffs. After two more games yesterday, news and notes from them as well. You were listening to The Drill on a Catlin Truck Accessories Thursday. <laughs> All right, back here on the drill. Next round of the playoffs is set. Boy, what a collapse by the Eagles, huh? You <laughs> and, and there's chemistry is a fickle thing, boy. It is a fickle, fickle thing, and it's amazing to me how chemistry correlates to success. I'm starting to think chemistry is a lie. 
Tell me a losing team that has great chemistry. Tell me a losing team that packs up after 6-11 and 11 and they're not grumbling and grousing and this guy's leaving. And I mean, you, 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 that's what it felt like in the Eagles locker room. There have been talks of discontent, of Jalen Hurts not getting exactly what he wants, of uh, Nick Sirianni um, losing the, the, the contact or, you know, the bond with his players. Uh, A.J. Brown has been a, been an issue off the field. He has. It's just there's turmoil. The, they changed defensive coordinators into play calling in the middle of the year. The players didn't like that. And in hindsight, you could wonder. And they were 10-1. and one. Were they playing great defense? No, they never did. They didn't play good defense last night. Baker Mayfield lit them up. In fact, uh, Daly's double take. Baker Mayfield's three touchdowns, zero interception performance, the first in Bucks history in the playoffs. Some guy named Brady played there. Y'all remember? Y'all remember what the Bucks did last year in the playoffs? Lost first round to the Cowboys. Cowboys do have this. They ended Brady's career. Baker Mayfield's been... Well, unbelievable for the for the Bucks. And Baker Mayfield's quote bust of a career hadn't busted at all, has it? Took the miserable Cleveland Browns to the postseason. He won a playoff game with them on the road against the Steelers. Didn't work out there. He never lived up. Got OBJ'd a little bit. Bounce around year last year, but again, the second half of the year when he took over the Rams, he, he they played okay, good enough to get a chance, and he has been the guy in Tampa. I mean, there was talk back in the preseason, would it be he or Trask? And uh, Baker and the Bucks now will go take on the lines. Here's the way the schedule shakes out. The other game was the Josh Allen show, and look, Josh Allen has had, I believe, three top five finishes in the MVP voting. Uh, it's time for Josh Allen to get his. Man, I don't know what the Buffalo Bills would be without Josh Allen. And I mean, put any of these other quarter, put Baker Mayfield on the on on the Bills, put Jared Goff on the Bills, put good quarterbacks on the Bills, and th- this would have been a six and eleven year. This dude put him on his back, and and now suddenly they're rolling. Bills, this is the one thing about the Bills that scare me. If you're going to hope they win the Super Bowl, they have a tendency to give it back. Like a game is they they, they very, not every time. There's just too many games where you think, to, all right, we're good, and then you look up, and the game's on the in the balance at the end, and the Steelers came from way back, 21-0, all the way to 24-17, and, and they were victimized by some horrible officiating. I don't know if Pittsburgh was going to have enough to beat Buffalo. Allen was making the plays when he needed to. But the, 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 the ticky-tack officiating, the inconsistency was glaring. If you watched the game, and I'm sure you did, many of you, because by then it's fourth quarter, even home from work. There was just some, there was some call. There was an interference while the Steelers trying to stay alive on pickings they didn't call. I think you have to call Josh Allen's slide move a little different than the rest of the league. The guy's running as a 250-pound fullback, and then suddenly you commit to tackling him. If he decides to, to slide last minute, unless you hit him in the head, that shouldn't be a penalty. He's not lumbering around like Matthew Stafford. This dude's running with intent, and I'm not supposed to tackle him like he is? That should not be a penalty. If you if he slides, so what? Tough. Because I know this. If Derrick Henry were running off on the flat right. and he slid, they're going to knock his block off. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a true statement. Ooh. Funny because it's true. <laughs> right? 
But here we are now with just the division round and things get serious. It's been chalk in the AFC. It'll be one, the Ravens hosting uh, the four-seeded Texans should be us. That's the Saturday early game, 4.30. Good news, not available uh, in theaters only. So that's nice. You have to stream it on a new app called I've never heard of it.com. Good luck. Go find it. Uh, Kidding. ESPN ABC. Fox has the Saturday night game. Packers-Niners. Boy, this one has some rich history to it. Packers-Niners-Cowboys, those three in in combo for about 30 years been playing meaningful, rivalry-like postseason games through all the eras and all the quarterbacks. From Aikman and Young and Favre to Romo and Alex Smith and Kaepernick and, and, and Aaron Rodgers to now Jordan Love and Brock Purdy. Dak, sorry, you're not invited. But Packers-Niners, uh, the late game. Then it's Bucks-Lions. That's an NBC game Sunday afternoon at 3 and then at uh, the big boy, the granddaddy, eleven uh, 6.30 on Sunday afternoon, Chiefs-Bills. What a game. All right, fire up the band. We've got a football fix. Some other news and notes. Courtesy All-State agent Mandy Bowers, Mandarin, and now Orange Park. She's got a dream team. she got an all-pro team there. That in the game of life will win you a championship. Part of the game of life is not spending money where you don't have to. And it's time for a checkup from the neck up when it comes to all your insurance needs. And do that with my good friend Mandy Bowers, Mandarin, and Orange Park. I, I said this headline is backwards. It says Falcons interview Belichick for coaching vacancy. It should say a couple of things. It should, it could, should be Falcons beg Belichick during interview or Belichick interviews Falcons for coaching vacancy. But the fact that the Falcons in any way can parse over Bill Belichick, I find to be laughable. I told you uh, Harbaugh to the Chargers. Is he serious about the NFL? Will he wind up back in Michigan? Mike Tomlin, after the Steelers lost yesterday, exit stage left when he began to be questioned about his contract. He has another year left. I mentioned a Sirianni and Eagles. It's worse than losing six of their last seven. It's a... It's a franchise teetering on some dysfunction now. It it could be a tumultuous offseason in Philadelphia. If you're wondering about Tua Tango-Vailo on his job security, their GM says the goal is to have him with the Finns long-term. Hear, hear, man. And y'all, when it comes to y'all's quarterbacks, or when you get a quarterback who is good enough, you cling to him with dear life, you support him, you're glad you have him. Lest you end up with the Blake Bortles and Ryan Tannehills and all those that came before Tua and in this case Trevor. Stop it. Uh, As expected, Caleb Williams, potential number one pick. Still waiting to officially hear what the Bears are going to do. Will they deal Justin Fields and take Caleb Williams? Will they trade that number one pick? Will they use it on on a different position? I don't know. We shall see. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers. Chicken arrival and more come your way next. We have brunch for the tour today. I'm really excited about that for the chicken. And much more as we get you through a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Thanks for being up and at them with us. You're listening to The Drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! 
Mistress. Full throat. Whitney does that to him. Whitney is the what a voice, man. Greatest what a voice. Female singer I've ever known. I love her. Damn that Bobby Brown. Damn him. Apparently they were codependent. In fairness. Like yeah. the, it feels like that old that ruffian Bobby Brown ruined sweet little Whitney. I don't know about the sweet little Whitney all along. E.T., can you clear it up for us? What do we got? Give me the Bobby Brown Whitney. This <laughs> <laughs> his prerogative. There you go. <laughs> Everybody's talking all this e- junk yeah. about me. E- this Why isn't right of me to say this. Uh-huh. And Ill. I apologize because I love you. Uh-huh. But I could see you as a little bit of Bobby Brown. Yeah, some of those, some of those pants, some yeah. pair of shoe pants. E, am I right? A little MC man, Hammer, too. Man, Bobby was the king. Yeah. I'm down. I take it. I, I put this like, song. This, I feel this, like you feel like. It's a top ten or get your groove going oh, song sure. right here. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to be here on a Tuesday as we finally get through the NFL playoff weekend. That really wasn't that good. But no, it's terrible. I mean, we had one good game. Yeah, terrible, terrible and weekend. Uh, hopefully the one coming up will be better. Yeah, it was, you know, I mean, I can remember Baselli years ago. We used to have debates about college versus the NFL. We had a couple really like just dynamite playoff weekends where it was like, oh my gosh, it's hard to complain. Every game was awesome. Yeah, most years I are feel, like that. Yeah, I just feel like we haven't had that in a while, but oh, I could be wrong. Well, look at last year what the Jags did. We did. Look at the Super Bowl. Well, I know Bowl. what the Jags yeah. did. But no, but I, I'm just saying the game, there were, the Jags at Kansas City was a good game. Kansas yeah. City against Cincinnati in the championship game was right down to the wire. I think we had good games. I, this is, I, I'm saying, don't get off your distaste for this year. It is yeah. worse than it's been. Yeah. It's terrible. It was a bad weekend. Hopefully it gets better this weekend. As uh, we make our way through, I boy, I man, Philly, Philly's us. They just want it. They, 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 they. You know, uh, the Bosa in San Francisco is a guy who uttered at ten and two after they beat Philly, and they were ten and one, and then San Fran beat them, beat them good too. And he said, "We just put out the blueprint to beat Hertz." Oh, and he might have been right. Wow, might have been right. So. Um, and it's not just Hurts. It wasn't all Hurts. The tackling by the Eagles was Suspect. just atrocious. I mean, you're supposed to have these great corners in Slay and They've Bradbury who both wanted to stay in Philly and fulfill their, yeah, you so know. Much. Oh, my gosh. I saw Bradbury a post game. That's not the uh, tune he was singing. I'm just ready to enjoy my offseason. Ah, thank you. Thanks for playing. Some dude, uh, Moore, who I never heard of. Mm-hmm. David Moore. More, more, more. David Moore. Is he? Yeah. Did he go to Purdue? I don't think is that no I don't I think that's uh, David Bell isn't it that went to Purdue Ring my bell <laughs> you're, you're a goof David Moore who's Herman's boy Herman Moore from Virginia could, you know what I won't say anymore they got Antoine Winfield Jr maybe it is it might be I'm gonna anyway, tell you where David Moore is from though and that's gonna excite you when I do Continue. David Moore scooted through him and then oh and then uh, 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 Kiki Palmer <laughs> Trey Palmer J- Jesse James boy um. Um, David Bell is from Purdue or no? Uh, David Moore is from East Central Oklahoma. Of course so he is. Perhaps you didn't follow his college career. No wonder. Is he a rookie? Uh, drafted in 2017. Yeah. What about Trey? Trey's a rookie. Uh, let's go to Trey Palmer. Trey's there, Parker. You know what I mean. Can you give me a, a college for Trey Palmer? I think he went to Tennessee. No, he was like uh, <laughs> Iowa or Nobody Nebraska or one of those out There's there. no place on earth like Let me Nebraska. pull him up. Uh, Trey Palmer, Nebraska. You know, you remember him from their explosive passing game. He explosive. is a rookie. 
Yeah. What round pick Sixth was he? Sixth round pick. Yeah. Parker Washington. Exploded to the exploded to the uh, end zone. Well, he only uh, let's see what he had this year. He had uh, thirty nine catches. Yeah. Three hundred eighty five yards, three touchdowns. That's fine. About the same as PW. Close enough. Little guys <laughs> didn't do much. Bottom line, didn't do much. Although um, thirty nine is a couple of game. We didn't quite get that, did we? We're a mess, too, but I don't want to get back into that. Let's talk about other messes this morning. Steelers are a mess. Had, they, they don't get a quarterback. more than twice as many catches as our guy. Well, just for the record. our guy didn't play, though, for most of the year. Doesn't that count? No. Um, so, anyway, Eagles are toast. They the look Keystone like they State is, is, is in turmoil. The, the, the Tomlin situation is finally cracking. The, just the recognition that there's an issue. He walked off the stage. He walked off when they was asked about his job. And, and there's, I think he could have done that because he, literally, he really is thinking about retiring. Probably, that could be it. I think he's thinking about taking a year off is what I think. And going to another organization. Not, well, ultimately you would have to. What if you went to I like to take a year off and come back next year. Yeah, maybe he will. He's only 51. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, listen. Got a lot of money. But he's got 17 years in. And a lot wow. of cash. Yeah. I mean, yeah. imagine how much he's got to have made at least $5 million a year on average. And he's average. got no quarterback. And that's the thing. They won't get him one. And by the way, at the end of Roethlisberger, he didn't really have one either by right. the end. Right. So he's on a six, seven years here. He, not did a, a, he did a great job. They were down 24-17. They had a chance. It's about as good as they could expect. They're not very good. You know, well, I think they got okay, Miles except, Jack off except, the scrap heap. Yeah, but they got injured. He's uh, not supposed to be there. If they had a quarterback, I think they would be good. Yeah. If they had one of these other players, They didn't have T.J. Watt, which hurt them. For sure. And Josh Allen it's, it's, gave us an electrifying 52-yard run. I, it's that time to make an beautiful. edict, Hick. Yeah. Sometimes in the next three years, no matter who the flavor of the year is that year, Josh Allen needs to win an MVP. For just for career, every year. I mean, I, what if the well, Bills? Lamar's going to get his second, and that's I know, already done. So. But, but was Lamar any more integral to the Braves? No, they're the same guy. Allen's better, isn't he? Yeah, he's a better thrower. And he's better. He's a better runner. He turns it over he's, more. Yeah, that's true. And I don't mean he's a flashier runner. Allen's more Farvesque. He's a gunslinger, man. He I, except he's so much faster. Oh, yeah. As a well, runner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Allen's like, uh, yeah. I, there is no one like him. No. No one that big at quarterback has run like that. And I'll tell you what else. Because Bills fans for years have been asking him to slide and get down, and he, and he just doesn't do it. And you know what? If you get eight years of Josh, because it doesn't seem like the NFL, I always say this, the NFL always Beats out the running out of the quarterback, right? The the constant pounding from the big guys, the wear and tear. Event. Even Lamar slides now, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, when it was third and 13 against the Dolphins, basically said, get out of my way. Drag those guys to a first down in an a- AFC East championship. And yesterday he said, you know what? I got 20 yards. I know I could slide here, but you know what? I'll accelerate through here and outrun everybody. And, and by the way, look at that right there. I, boom. There I don't know what you know. That play is a perfect example. Why a late uh, flag they called is just ridiculous. I disagree on that. One. This dude runs like a 250 pound pound fullback. He doesn't get to doesn't this matter. Slide at the last minute. You can't minute. sit there and it go, hey, matter. no, it doesn't. You I can't sit does. there and go, oh, right there, wait, he did it. What if it they stop? It doesn't matter, Jeff. I think it does. He's a quarterback. They protect the quarterbacks. It does. It's not his fault. It's he runs with abandon. He doesn't run and slide. Dude, he runs. He slid. When you slide, you yeah. can't hit the quarterback. You got to hit him in the head on Josh Allen. Uh, I disagree. That's my new rule. It's a Josh <laughs> Allen rule. Dude yeah. runs like a fullback, and then he wants to be tackled like a quarterback. Okay. It, it, it's not fair. All right. <laughs> Personally. That's silly. 
You can't, I mean, all right, then you, you want know, to implement the Josh uh, yeah, Allen I do. rule. Okay, then are by your I'm sta- sorry, we'll wave that off. We forgot it's the Josh Allen rule. But no, just, and by the way, you said the officiating You said the officiating was bad. Pittsburgh lost that dadgum fumble on uh Friar Friar Muth. Yeah. Sound like Tony. Yeah. I listened okay. to Tony yesterday, did a great job. Friar Muth. Yeah. And uh, uh, they the blew around. that. I wouldn't say it's just against. I didn't say Pittsburgh lost because yeah. it was awful. It was awful all the way around. Yeah, yeah, that was another one of the awful. I don't remember that many calls going against uh, Buffalo. I Here, saw the end when it was a two touchdown lead, and and Pickens got held. Uh, that, they could have called that. Um, well, there was another play at the end of a play where a Pittsburgh off a, a Buffalo offensive lineman came and just speared the Steelers defensive guy who's mm-hmm. making the tackle in mm-hmm. the back. No call anyway. They didn't lose because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point on Josh Allen, all right, if I can't hit him when he slides, mm-hmm. then he can't, in the open field, put his head in my into my chest. <laughs> he uses his head like it's a battery ram. Now it's like a pumpkin. Yeah, you got to protect the quarterbacks, yeah. buddy. I'm sorry. that's the You can't, can't make special next, rules. Next time he slides and I hit him, then he okay. go, he's going to right. feel Well, it. then, if you're going to do that, I'm going to Im- implement E. I would like to implement the Lamar Jackson rule. If I touch him, he's down because uh-huh. he's uh-huh. so fast, I can't keep up with him. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> He's Is that fairy? He's not giving himself it's up. It's a Lamar Jackson rule. <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 speed with this guy and the moves, I can't. Yeah, if I touch him, thing. he's down. Down. Not the I, same. Down. 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 I got him. I'm being serious and you're being silly. That's the difference. <laughs> But your seriousness is silly. Well, you can you can you can think that. You I can't think, have a Josh Allen addendum. Okay, forget the rule. What I'm, then get then then arbitrate that rule with a little more common sense. Yeah. The dude wasn't even barely hit. He grazed over his his, his chest in the play, and mm. he runs mm. the the play before he gave that hesitation like he was going to slide almost. Miles Josh Allen was down. <laughs> right. They stop, <laughs> and, and and so anyway, it, that had nothing to do with the. Outcome yeah, yeah, of the yeah, game. I know, I know. And circle back to my bigger point. Josh Allen needs to be an MVP. He needs to be an MVP. Yeah. He does. It would have been hard this year because they were because for twelve games he was not good. Yeah. I mean he wasn't bad, but he wasn't like he was turning the ball over, right? I get it, but he, for, and then you look up and you realize, oh my God, he's got fifteen touchdowns rushing. And I, he's got yeah. twenty eight thro- you know, he's he was over forty, I know that. So um yeah, he was I mean he and, and and you are right about one thing. He put those guys on his back, man. For and, sure. And and four started to run the ball well. For sure. And that helped them. I agree. And so here they – but you know what? I'm worried about Buffalo. I think they're too beat up, bro. I, the, here, the problem I mean, I love, I love my Gata, but Kyer Elam is terrible. Here's what I worry about Buffalo. And they lost that – they lost that – what was that linebacker's name you like at the beginning of the year in the Jets game? Milano? Was that his yeah, name? Matt Milano. Okay, so then the guy who took his place, Bernard, had a really good year. And he went down last night. He don't look like he's playing this week. I, I They got, like, they had that dude A.J. Klein running around out on that field. I mean, they they are beat up. Um, it, it's, they're going to have their hands full with Kansas City. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be, and then, and then you're going to beat Baltimore? I don't know. That's you know I know you're rooting for Baltimore right? He said he, now that your Dolphins are out, you're rooting for Baltimore. No, nah, even, even when the even when the Dolphins were in, I was three rolling. team three team guy over there now. <laughs> what are you? Two team guy? The two team man. I okay. will root for Baltimore over Houston with authority. Of course, yeah. The, the, if it's Bills Ravens, I, I don't know, man. I'm gonna have a hard time not. Wouldn't you root? I, for, I'm having a hard time. Want, wouldn't a great Super Bowl be Detroit Buffalo? Somebody finally win one for sure. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, but for Buffalo, Tom, I, I I'm not going to be able to root for Baltimore against Buffalo. I don't care enough to root for God. to root for Baltimore. But if Buffalo doesn't beat anyone else in the AFC, I would hope it would be Baltimore Did because you? I want Lamar to win for all those that say he can't. Yeah, 
Did you see those fans having to walk to their seats through like three yeah. feet of snow? Uh, in do the, I get a in discount the, here in or the no? stadium? Right? Like trying to like it wasn't all shoveled out, man. They couldn't. It was incredible the amount of snow that had fallen uh, there in the end. So that was a fun game. It was it was good stuff and well, uh, uh, but. But Buffalo was in control. Even at 24-17, I felt like, eh, unless Josh Allen does a throws one to the yeah, other guys. And he didn't. He avoided that. He that, didn't have a turnover, did he? He didn't. He, he avoided broke his streak. Throwing it to the other guy. Yeah, he uh, yesterday ended up 70% uh, completion, 203, three touchdowns, no picks. Also ran for 70, uh, five yard, 74 yards, including that 52-yard touchdown run. And the Steelers, again, they, their problem is they got no quarterback. And so we'll see with Tomlin. That was something odd. That's not his style. Yeah. He doesn't turn and leave a press conference without answering the question. He just – there's no timing. And I get it. If you're the media, you don't know when you're going to get to talk to him again. Listen, Mike, although you do, he'll have these season synopsis. It just wasn't the right time to ask him that, Hick. Yeah, maybe they not. Just lost but you got to ask. But you're going to ha- – no, you don't because he's going to do this in three days. They all do. They go to the podium in Pittsburgh. They talk about the whole season. Nah, I don't know. I kind of disagree. I mean, like, where's – I'm, still, wait- you, I'm still waiting for our, our GM to meet the media. But you, but you heard from the coach. Where's he at? In hiding. Where's our GM? I know what he's not doing. Scouting good football players. Why hasn't he met the media? At any point, are we going to meet the media or no? We're not being mean to Trent Balky. We're being accurate in describing the No, I'm asking you a question. He met the media last year at season's end. Why hasn't he met the media this year? Well, because last year things were good and he was getting stroked. And this year things are terrible. The roster is a mess. And he's got his head in the sand right next to Shad. Right next to the owner. They have their head in the sand as to the state of this football team. And the breakdown's not good. We don't have enough good elite young talent. We are overpaying for some veterans, and our lines of scrimmage are a mess. So, a lo- we're nowhere near where we thought we were. We thought we were near. We weren't near. Mm-hmm. We weren't near. Last year was last season ended on the uptick. We we were. We needed a catapult off season, and we stood pat. Dumb move. Dumb. Well, we'll talk about that today. A whole bunch more. We got a lot going on. It's a busy Super Tuesday. Rock the vote. Don't forget. Uh, yeah, I don't. don't. got something down here in Florida. I think it's called a caucus. No, I don't think that's I think today. We're supposed though, to, yeah. There's no caucus today? Uh, no. Do you know what a caucus is? Uh, sure. It's okay. a polling of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. The Iowa caucus was yesterday. There's no caucus today here? We don't have a caucus. We have a primary. Okay. All right. Well, forget what I said then. Don't Civics 101 right here on the drill. It's Catlin Truck Accessories <laughs> Tuesday. We'll be back with a 10-minute drill. Uh, brunch with the Tour hits different this year. Wheel spin is oh. uh, looming at the end as punishment. Now, thankfully, we got a big, long time to wait. There's always time to play catch up, and yours truly will start from the bottom again. Yeah, are we doing Lock Law High School Report today or tomorrow? Today. Today, we have the Lock Law High School Report as well on deck, so we got a busy, uh, busy day, man. You better strap in and get ready. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. I'm strapped in. Better get fired up. Hit it. All right, we're going to take a little perusal of the sports landscape. You're welcome. We will be your tour guides. Uh, I like that. A couple of things. Apparently, at the stadium, that they first come, first serve. No assigned seating at the Bills game yesterday because of how messy it was. They open oh, the doors, wow. you find a seat, what? you can sit there. You think there are any fights in Bills Stadium yesterday? What? Can you imagine you show up to your 30, you know, 50-yard <laughs> line seat, and they say, sorry. <laughs> Although, I bet those soft shells that, that, that buy those seats, they didn't show up to the game. I don't know. I could be wrong. We, uh... And then one more. Would yes. you, this is a question for both of y'all. Would you rather have Prime Allen or Prime Newton? Ooh. Allen. Me too, Allen. Yeah. I, I think Prime Allen has reached heights that I'm not sure Newton 
reached as He's MVP. A, the MVP is. I'm yeah, go Prime Newton, man. He was the MVP would, of the league. MVP. Yeah. You got a game of those two dudes in their prime. You're taking Cam Newton over Josh Allen. Yeah, I think so. He's gotten to a Super Bowl. Cam Newton did. I know. That heck of a uh, defense that year. What year is the MVP? Uh, the year they went to the Super Bowl. What what would that have been? Fifteen. <clears throat> I don't. Fourteen. Fifteen. Fifteen and one. Yeah, what year was Completed that? 59.8% of his passes for 3,800 yards. It's a different game. 35 touchdowns, 10 picks. Obviously, he Real similar to, 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 to Josh Allen, to be honest. But Cam yeah. didn't turn the ball as much. Yeah, 10 picks. Uh, he wasn't that gun, gunslinger. Yeah, let me see his. In 15, he ran for only 636. Well, I'm going to look at the stats here from his best I year think, do Josh think, Allen. To ease point. Cam's numbers are probably a little better than people remember. You remember him being not a good passer. I do. Just wasn't a good passer. You just never mm-hmm. knew where it was going to go. Yeah. It's funny we were talking about this. I saw this on Instagram. Cam Newton had 75 rushing touchdowns, which is more than Clinton Portis, Oof. Earl Campbell, yeah. LaShawn McCoy, Herschel Walker, O.J. Simpson, yeah. Eddie George, Mojo, Fred, Tiki Barber, Todd Gurley, and Thurman Thomas. You know who it's going to be less than? Josh Allen. <laughs> All right, Josh Allen. So there's that. What does he have? 60 already? Right, right. In, two, I mean, in 2020, Josh Allen had 37 and 10, but completed 69.2 or 10% better and threw for 4,500 yards that year. Definitely a better thrower. And then, what year did I say that was? 2000. Was it 2015? 20 for. Oh, oh for Josh Allen. And then he also that year. Ran for 421 and eight touchdowns. I, That's less than the 600. Yeah, but a lot more yards, a lot better percentage. Eh, I'd take Josh Allen. Yeah, it's close. But Like this year, Josh Allen had 29 touchdowns, 18 picks. How many ca- career touchdowns did you say Cam had, my man? 75. 75. Oh, let's see what Russian. Josh Allen had. Rushing. Uh, rushing. He's got uh, 53. 53 already. Yeah. He'll he'll have more than Cam. Like 15 this year. Yeah. But he'll he'll get probably for the next 6 years he'll get 6 a year. Dude may get to 100 rushing touchdowns as a quarterback. He he'll he'll get by, by unless he's injured. Yeah, cuz Cam he also he had Christian McCaffrey where the rushing attack in Buffalo is Josh Allen. Well, he is uh still 2000 yards rushing behind Cam. Josh Allen's ran for 3,600 yards. He'll get to that, too. He's going to pass Cam in all those stats. That's only 500 a year for four years. He's had 500 every year of his career. He averages well over 500 a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. But, yeah, I would say so. And, you know, he's staying pretty steady. He ran it 111 times. He needs to run it. He's a big, strong guy, athletic, fast. I mean, that 52-yarder is kind of what broke the seal. Right? Yeah. He was running past those guys, man. I, I like Cam. I guarantee you, if I, it was my football team, you told me I could have Cam or, or Allen, I would take Josh Allen yeah. without even – it would, well, wouldn't be close. Again, he said me. prime. I just, he said I just, prime. I get it. Cam's prime was still inaccurate as a passer. Yeah. You know, and and in that Super Bowl, by the way, they didn't do anything. And your guy, I watched him. Let me tell you what my guy Josh Allen will never oh, do. Yeah, yeah. There'll never be a ball on the ground yeah. three feet in front of him, <laughs> and he's standing there to look at oh, it. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? So there's that. There's little things. <laughs> yeah. uh, nonetheless, you are talking about an MVP in Cam. It's not meant to uh, diminish in any way uh, what the he end, was. By the way, at the end of the drill, what's the razzle-dazzle today? Oh, that razzle's dinner and a show. It's a pair of oh. tickets to see Jim Brewer live at the Florida Theater on May 12th, plus a $50 gift card. I'm sorry, what day did you say? Uh, did I say May 12th? No. 
May 12th. Oh. It's his birthday. It's a great day. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. While you're there, say, happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. Hey, you're uh, going to get a weekend birthday this year. I just finally discovered after years, Nick and I have been working together for, gosh, 30 years almost. Um, <laughs> was the last year that we determined that our birthday is always on the same day of the week. I, that's you determined it because you yeah. think of the. I, I don't know why I, I did it. Just looking at, I just look yeah. at. Well, anyway, but, right. but it's a big, big loss, big loss when your birthday falls on the weekend. Hey, the birthday's a one day a year where the same people that you see a hundred times a, a, a week, I, I, they look at you and like like you for that day. I don't know if it's age, and it probably is. You don't care about them anymore. I I never really had. I think yeah. we've, I think I'm surprised by how many people get offended if you. Don't know their birthday. Oh, I could care less. I know. Yeah. Or don't wish them a happy birthday. Yeah. I, I think that's more of a. I'm talking about just treated better. Oh, I know, but like I can say it overall. In work, it's, especially, right? It's that one day. Hey, happy birthday! Hey, yeah. Bill, happy birthday! Yeah. Hey, we got anything planned today, Bill? Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ours is on Sunday, friend, so you get that at church. Mine right? on Friday, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's how that hits. You won't even be here. What's then? your birthday? July fifth. Oh yeah, the real holiday. Okay. <laughs> July 4th is just the, the, sure. the pre-game. It's, it's, it's 48 hours of fireworks <laughs> over the E.T. house. I, I binge-watched a television show. Which one? On Netflix the other day. Okay. Eight episodes. Mm-hmm. It's one of those Harlan Cobins. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Um, Fool Me Once. Fool Me Once. Yeah, it's good. I've seen, have you seen his other ones? I have seen the one with the long title about the girl across the street in the window. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got two more there to get. The Stranger is good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he's got a, all of his are real similar. What I yeah. like about his is you, and I'm good at figuring it, out it, they 20 minutes you. in. They, they surprise you. His the surprise you. Yeah. It's never who you think it is. Yeah. And and he also almost all do this. He'll unveil the surprise, not at the very end, but at the end of the next to last episode. And then he cleans it up for you in the last episode. Which I appreciate. I appreciate. So when you watch his other ones, again, there's one called The Stranger. There's another one where the dude's a teacher. Mm-hmm. But he does a really good job of, uh, and I guess he's an author. I'm sure people he read his stuff. Yeah, Jeff, you're going to say you're good uh, uh, by like in the beginning. You could tell if the show's going to be good or not. No, I can tell who like who the, who did it. Oh, okay. Like yeah. I'm pretty good at the who done it. Gotcha. And I don't mean like Dateline who done it. Like Dateline, it's like an old family guy joke. Dateline, whoever you think did it, did it. Yeah. Right. You watch Dateline for right. ten minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be that guy. <laughs> But this, his, his, it's one of those like murder mystery, mm-hmm. suspense thriller kind of. And I like the limited series. Yeah. You know, where you watch seven, yeah, eight, it was episode, eight episodes. And it's done. So I got like three of them in. So five. you liked it? Yeah. It was good. I was going to recommend it to you, and I wasn't sure that was your, your, no, your was, bag. Your vibe. It, yeah. was, it was enjoyable. Good. A lot of good twists and turns. Yeah, I loved it. I, I was just, Miss P didn't get into it as much as I thought she should have. Yeah. They were talking to. Yeah. Regs watched it first, and. She told me, and yeah. so I said, oh, let me Well, the other ones are good. Check out The Stranger next. That's one that's based also over there in London. And then there's another one. There's another one about a dude who's like a teacher, and you can't tell if he's the bad guy or the good guy. So. Stay close. That's the with the teacher? Stay close? I don't know. It says oh. from, the, from the same guy who gave you yeah, The you Stranger. And he's got three or four of them. They're all good. Yeah. All, they're all a lot like the one we just watched. Real similar vibe and, and, and feel to it. So Yeah, he's... Uh, I don't really know him, um, but yeah, he's got a, I guess he's, I'm looking here, he's got a bunch of them. Maybe he didn't do the one that I said he did. <laughs> Who? But nonetheless, it doesn't matter. Oh, oh. I'm just saying, Fool Me Once is good. And if you're looking for something, it's like eight episodes or like 40 minutes each, and it's 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 a good watch. Mogul had a little bit of time yesterday. Yeah, Mogul had, no, this was on uh, uh, Friday, over the, Saturday. Over the long weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or the the weekend. That's when I watched it. It's one of those two that this is why I don't watch series because when I I can I, I'm not afraid to devote like if I don't have something I'll devote the whole full six hours to it, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think it's going, and it's why I keep my and I'm a walking oxymoron without the oxy. I mean, literally, I I I you know I won't watch a movie that's two and a half hours because I don't want to commit to <laughs> it. Your binge watch and then I'll start hours. a series and I'll watch right, <laughs> or I won't watch a series because of that binge watching rather than just having I don't know some sort of plate discipline, you know. So from a, don't swing at everything. <laughs> from a uh, from Adam Schnipner, a uh, Schefter, yeah, Schefter, okay. Adam, Adam Schefter, Adam Schechter is reporting. Okay, that uh, Jason Kelsey is retired. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Jason Kelsey once dissed on Jacksonville, so I don't, yeah, I, know, he can. I don't he like Jason a, Kelsey. He's a good football player, yeah. man. He, he rolled. Yeah, he rolled. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, but he uh, he killed Jacksonville, so he can GTH. Yeah, yeah. he can. Yeah. Go ahead and retire to H. I think he's... Fiery, but his, uh, the, the love lover boy won't be far behind him. I mean, he can't play football anymore. He may as well retire. He might as well, yeah. <laughs> just I, the dude, you know, it's hard to catch a ball when you're looking up in the skybox. Hi, sweetie. Selfie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not the selfie. I did not know, and I I found this out watching the the Chiefs game the other night that my daughter is like a Swift D stand now, boy. Yeah. What does that mean? She really likes her. Oh my God, loves her. I loves mean, loves her like appreciate. Not just like loves her music, teeny bop. I mean, like like has she gone to see her like, concert? Respects her. Yeah. They're going. They got they got tickets. They won a, one of the lotteries. They got one. They're going. Lottery joint, they're yeah. seeing her in Vancouver. They as oh. in her Carlos, and Carlos and a couple of friends. They're seeing her in Vancouver in December. Did Carlos pull the uh, what? He Dan- wants to sell the tickets right now. He does. They bought. How, how <laughs> oh, much? Because he's going to make a ton. How much yeah. do you think they got Taylor? They got Taylor Swift tickets. Like just off of the, you know they announce them. You got to mm-hmm. go through the lottery. You got to mm-hmm. pray and hope and mm-hmm. you know give up your firstborn. But they got tickets. I need you to tell me MSRP. What is the price of the ticket? So she got them through the concert. Just through the concert. They're sitting in the in the stadium. Each. I was going to say about three hundred okay. each. A hundred and thirty bucks. Oh, well, that's good. Wow, she won. So yeah. Taylor, could sell them for a thousand. Oh, Swift's yeah. doing no, no. Uh, well, what? when they were there yesterday, nineteen hundred is what wow. you could get for a ticket. Yeah, wow, nineteen hundred. Oh, but that's my daughter. God bless her. She won't play that game. I hate that. That's why she can't get tickets to stuff she wants because people buy them up. They sell them for two thousand. None of the money goes to the artist, and you know, good for her. But man, but, so yeah, she was not. She there's no way she would sell them. You could offer her ten grand a ticket. She would not sell so them. So she now. was joyful at. A, a, oh, she cried getting she, the tickets. That's a big win. She got him. I tell you, she got him right after your mama's funeral because I remember okay. she had us all in the lottery. <laughs> Everybody in the family had yeah. to like request the tickets, and, wow. see, and so if somebody you got told through, her you did, but you really did. No, I did. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> yeah, I got that, honey. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, but bad news. I logged sweetie. in, honey. No I luck didn't here. Get yeah, Sorry. no luck here. But I love you. I am going to <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought she might. I thought Carlos might have pulled a like a Oppo Dan. In that, like when Springsteen came out, I'm like, my wife doesn't care about Bruce Springsteen. She's okay with his music, but it's not like, you know, her favorite. She likes him because, well, because I drag her to him. And I said, all right, here's the deal. We're going to see Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But you get to pick the city. So I was wondering if Carlos said, well, I'll go, but I want to pick the city. They, no, they went to, they went any, to any one that they could get. They could, and they hit Vancouver. And they hit Vancouver <laughs> and they got tickets. I think Where were the also, other options? Do you know? I don't, I, I don't think there were. I don't think there are any in the U.S. I don't know. Uh, you'd have to look at her schedule. She doesn't. Re- she doesn't really perform all that often. 
Well, she just she shouldn't finished have to. one. She just well, she did, did one. The, yeah, but that's international. She, I don't think no, she's. No, she was in the States here last summer. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I'm not sure. Because uh, Brooksy was in Denver when she was there. But I think didn't. that was the easiest one to get. Was the one. Do you have the, the list of her dates? The one thing about the, that I don't like about tours is they don't always show like the, what the past dates were. That's annoying. Uh, she's not starting up again until. F- October and, okay. of this year. And where She'll is she? She'll be in Miami. Okay, so, yeah, they and couldn't get those. They tried to get those. Then she's mm-hmm. going to Indy. Those are the ones that I have yeah. here. Yeah. Well, they got Vancouver in December. Right. Open it up in Miami? She's in Miami oh, they, in, and like uh, I said, Hard Rock Stadium and, Friday, ooh. Saturday, Sunday. Three you gotta shows. Go, you got to go through a lottery to get into her lottery. Wow. I mean, that's how it works when it goes to buy tickets. you got to go through the Ticketmaster lottery to get she, into the lottery. I guess, I guess, in fairness, right now, she is her oh, in terms yeah. of in oh, she terms is her. biggest artist like, in the world. She's in the her. world. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah. by far. Yeah, she's yeah. her. She's... She fills stadiums for three shows. She's bigger than all of them added. All the big girls and boys added up right now. She's bigger than all of them. Bigger than all to- of them. Together. I think Beyonce will give her a run. She will, but she ain't. She, she's I don't past think her. So. I don't think. Not now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know how. Beyonce po- had a couple decades now. Oh, and, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Taylor. She's definitely. She's, she's hurt. She's it. She is hurt. Wow. I mean, she's it's doing, impo- she's, It's like almost she's doing a, three shows in Miami. And she's selling all of them. Then out. three yeah. shows <laughs> at the Superdome, and then three shows at Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, three weeks in a row. That's all they have on this list. Yeah. Oh, U.S. dates. It says. Um, what are the inter- do they have international listed? Uh, they don't. Theirs is like early December. Oh, here we go. International dates. Stand by. It's exciting. This is, by the way, don't don't get mad at us. This isn't Taylor Swift talk. This is Travis Kelsey talk. Would she have gone to <laughs> Tokyo? Did she try Tokyo? I don't think they tried that one. Because she's going to Tokyo. Uh, then she's going to Melbourne. Too far. Oh, she's in Melbourne here in February. Oh, in right. Tokyo in February. Oh, right now. As yeah. soon as the season's over, Kelsey's going to be in Tokyo. Nice. Then he's going to be in Melbourne. Be sooner rather than Then he's going to be in Sydney, Australia. Then he's going to be in Singapore. Mm. I mean, she's doing Singapore Saturday, March 2nd, Sunday, March 3rd, Monday, March 4th, Thursday, March 7th, Friday, March 8th, Dang. Saturday, March 9th. And sell out everyone. She's going to Paris for one, two, three, four shows. Then she's going to Sweden. Then she's going to Lisbon. Then she's going to Madrid. Then she's going to France. Then the United Kingdom uh, for a ton of Ian, shows. Ian, I don't know this for sure. Oh, my God. So I don't want to speak out of place. Could Beyonce pull that off in her prime? Yeah. In, in worldwide? Oh, yeah. She, she could. So oh, she yeah. could go to Singapore and do she's eight got a okay. busy yeah. time coming up here. I can't. When is Vancouver? December. Oh, of 24. 20- 24, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. December 7th. Is yeah. That what it is? Yeah. That's at the end of the tour, though. Well. That's yeah. right after Toronto. Hopefully she doesn't get laryngitis, my daughter. She's in the United right? Kingdom for at Wembley. Historic Wembley for one, two, three, when is four, that? five. Is that in October? That's in August. Oh. I was going to say, she's the Jags Aust- were there. She's in Austria for three. She's in Warsaw, Poland for three. She's in Munich, Germany, <laughs> Hamburg, Germany. That's a worldwide star. Gelsenkirchen, wow. Germany. Yeah. Milan, Italy. Zurich, Switzerland. Amsterdam, Netherlands. Dublin, Ireland. United Kingdom again. Kelsey is going to do a lot of drinking. Good gracious, wow. man. E.T., <laughs> use the Google machine for me and uh, give me Taylor Swift's net worth if you could. Oh, there's no. She got billions for this tour, dude. Well, and then the movie itself, I think, has made her a billion dollars. That Eras Tour movie that everybody has watched. 1.1 billion. 1.1 billion. I bet she's more than that. I bet she's worth more than that billion, too. That's a billion now. 
Billy. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> hey, six four one ten ten. Tell them what they're going to get. E. Speaking oh, of shows, this one maybe not quite as big. <laughs> You're going to get dinner and a show. But it's on my birthday. A pair of tickets to see Jim Brewer live, Jim at, the Brewer. Flo- live at the Florida Theater May 12th. Plus a $50 gift card to Bellwether, downtown's best restaurant. Holla at you, boy. That is a sobering statistic. Well, it's it makes sense. They, those guys did not play well. It really hurt. Devon Hamilton getting sidelined right yeah. as the season started. They never got in any kind of rhythm. I think Hamilton can still be a player, but they got to do some serious I would upgrading. say, out of all those guys, and honestly, and I... I mean, Roy Robertson Harris is back. He's under contract. You signed Devon Hamilton. You hope he can come back. But other than that, every one of them, every change all of them, all or, or at least right one of those young guys. I don't want to look up in three years and he's starting for the Bengals. Yeah, make the right choice. It's yeah, like that matters. It's like I see better teams. Like we mentioned, Quincy Williams. Yeah, we let go of guys and and, and teams. Their defense is better than ours, and they can use them. Right, right. I, I look uh, Jay Tufeli, and I don't know what he's ended up doing. But at one point, here he's starting for a Bengals team that was in the Super Bowl a year ago. He wasn't good enough to stay on our team. Yeah, uh, that's fair. And, and I don't know how it'll play out, but at least for a game, the the 49ers had the creativity to put Ben Bartz, the old Jaguar, at center, and he graded out as their highest offensive lineman. What I don't want to see is. You know, lead better cut, and then he's starting for the Steelers on a good team in three years. I, I, yeah. You know, that's, fa- the, that's fair. I you mean, know, and, you know. and by the way, and this this is I've heard people talk about this. This is also fair if we're gonna truly, honestly, transparently evaluate the state of our, our franchise. It, the staff, the coaches need to develop these guys too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's on Balky for not giving us the right mix at players on the sitting pad, but at the same time, who got better this year from a year ago, Dan? In terms of players on the team? Yeah. What player this year was better than he was last year? That you could credit the... the, uh, the Josh Allen was definitely yeah, better. Yeah, but... Trayvon. Trayvon. Trayvon was oh, better. Okay, that's a good one. And I can give the staff credit for cultivating him. I'm not giving him credit for Allen. I mean, he's, he's just doing his own thing. He wasn't even here this offseason. I thought, Darry, I, thought Darry, I thought Darius Williams was okay. had a good year. Okay. Um, None of those, by, by the way, the, the Williams wasn't, what isn't a jag. You know, his formative years were somewhere else. Yeah, but se- year, two years here, and his yeah. second year was better than his first. Okay. Cisco. Eh, about the same, I about think. About the same. Okay. I'm just saying, we, we, no one is, like, like to me, we're, like, really improving with Williams or Walker would be pro bowlers. I mean, like, that, who really is, like, we see that on other teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah I, and, no and, doubt. In, in, in a similar line, because in some ways what we just talked about, I find it, uh, the Jaguars, if they don't know and have known how badly they need Josh Allen and don't have a plan going into the offseason that they can take care of that business first, shame on them. Shame on getting to the point where you got to use the, the, the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. This guy is your best player. You You keep him. You're not good enough to not keep him. You haven't proven to be some gritty, adjusting football franchise that you can lose good talent and, you know, not see ill effects of it. You know, there is uh, Harbaugh interviewed with the Chargers yesterday, and there is a very real rumor. And I, I'll have to ask LSU Jerry. I don't know if this is true or not, but the the big talk is that if Harbaugh leaves, Brian Kelly's going to go to Michigan. Like he's from Michigan, wasn't he at? Was his first job Central Michigan? Brian Kelly, does yeah. that sound right? I don't know that to be true or not, but 
if that were the case, again, dominoes would. How does a story like that come out, by the way? If know. I'm Brian Kelly, I'm just like, I quit. I'm here at LSU, a big job, a big boy job. Yeah, and they, yeah. I got people saying Brian Kelly says the only place he'd go to was Michigan. Why would he, first of all, would he even say that? Yeah. Who can he say that to that he would trust? Or does he want it out? I mean, I don't know. Even I, if it is true, who could yeah. report? Like, what report? Who is close enough to Brian? I don't think he's just, like, blurting that out at every bar he goes to. Yeah. So, like, who would betray him that? that Great I question. Don't, I don't believe it. Dude. Yeah, you don't believe it? It's probably from some ex-assistant who heard eight years ago that that's his dream I don't know. job. I, I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't believe that. I don't believe, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, I, and my my curiosity with Harbaugh is that I, I really do believe. I don't like. You're always nervous if you're a college fan and your guys interviewing. I'd be more nervous with Harbaugh. Like I don't. I think him winning at Michigan almost might spur him more in that way than had he not won. And you know, for one, he did it. He came home. I brought you a title. I think this guy wants to win a Super Bowl. I think he doesn't want his brother to have something he has, Hick. Mm-hmm. And he's still in his prime. And he, this isn't Urban or Spurrier. This is a guy who's already made the move from college to pro and aced it. He went to the Super Bowl. So you don't have to worry about can he adjust to the NFL game. No, yeah. he, that's you know a non-issue. So I wonder what Harbaugh's motivation is here. I mean, is he seriously well, I think he's these going, jobs? I think he's taking the job. Oh, yeah. I think he's taking Don't you? Yeah, I think he's taking an NFL job, and I think he's did what he wanted to do at Michigan. He understands that you know what this this has gotten to the point of ridiculousness. I feel like they single me out on a lot of stuff. I'm not, I don't want to deal with these guys anymore. You know what? Yeah. It, it, well, there's also this you have to, and I don't. The type A's aren't afraid of hard work, so I don't know if this applies, but it's definitely no. a lot harder work to be a college than an NFL coach. A lot harder. It never stops. It used to be different. Yeah, it's twenty. It's twelve months a year now with the portal and the and the two signing days and the your own guys and the NIL and the off season stuff and the scouting and the. You want a natty? Spring. Maybe go win a natty yeah. someplace else. By the way, th- th- this I'm not buying this on the text line. It's the good cliche, low hanging fruit to go with. It's just his agent posturing for more money. Brian Kelly just got the moon. He's only been there two years. This isn't a, a salary ploy. Well. Sexton is a. Yeah, I, I don't still, know that's his, his agent, but if it I, is, I don't. But if you're, if I don't think you get, I don't think you win that. You mm-hmm. you've been there two years and you got. Didn't he get paid the biggest contract when they got him? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure they all get paid. They all get paid a ton. They're all making way too much. It's ridiculous, yeah. but that's the way it is. All right, we're headed to the eight o'clock hour. We got a busy eight o'clock hour. We've got brunch with the tour. We've got the Lock of Law High School report. We'll be rocking and rolling today here on a uh, Yeah, and we come back on the other side. We're going to talk college football. We're going to talk coaches. Uh, uh, Scott Strickland, the AD in Gainesville, making his most um, expansive comments about Billy Napier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, He uh, used the word reality and then displayed none. Oh, dear. We'll talk about that more when we come back. Uh, You're listening to – and the Jacks don't need a defensive coordinator. Where are we going with that? So much that uh, it, it never sleeps. We are like college coaches. It's 24 7, oh, wow. 12 months a year. Good You're gracious. listening to The Drill on a Catlin Chunk Accessories Tuesday. All right, we're back on a Catlin Chunk Accessories uh, oh, Tuesday. Dear. There's an intriguing quarterback matchup next week, and I'm not talking about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. All right. In fact, as I look at the schedule on next week, there's only one matchup that features two. Number one overall picks in the NFL draft. Baker Mayfield and his revitalized career goes to Detroit, where I'm doing a quick dive here. Jared Goff in his career, mm-hmm. and he has been a starter. He didn't start his rookie year. He's played in seven games, so I'm not going to count year one. Mm-hmm. 
He's had seven seasons. Four of those seasons, he had more than 4,400 yards. He had 4,688 one year. Who are we talking year. about? Jared Goff. What? Okay. He was throwing the ball like that? He had 4,688 one year, 4,638 one year, 4,438 last year in Detroit, and 4,575 this year in Detroit. Wow. Four of his seven seasons, he's gone basically over 4,500 yards. He's had two other years where he had 3,952 yards, 3,800 yards. He's got 185 touchdowns, 82 interceptions. Yeah. It's been terrific. He is not. Uh, the last two years, com- the, the, let's combine the last two years. The only 9,000 thing- passing yards, 59 touchdowns, 19 picks. The only oh, thing wow. that saved, look, it worked out for both. Because Stafford's a great player, man. He is. He still is. But it's a good thing they won that Super Bowl. Yeah, boy. Because, I mean, Detroit here, it's, I don't know what Goff's contract deal is, but every one of us, myself included, thought Jared Goff was a placeholder yep. in Detroit. I, yeah. We were talking about, okay, if they got, the, they got a fourth pick overall, who should they draft? I mean, this kid, you got to tip your cap to Jared Goff. I'm not going to go and back. I, got, and, I find myself rooting for him I, because of that. I, and again, I'm and not. And it's like Baker Mayfield, too. That's another one. Baker Mayfield was not terrible in Cleveland. No. He won and a they, playoff game on the road. They ran him out because they got Deshaun Watson. So you kind of now hear the Bucks still playing in Cleveland done. Well, I'll tell you what happened last year in Tampa. They also had a home playoff game, and they lost in the first round to Dallas, beat the hell out of them. That yeah. was Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, Baker has been revitalized, rejuvenated. I don't know. I it's mean, an interesting matchup, 1v1. We talked this year, Trevor had a couple of 1v1s. Yeah. You know, you don't face the overall number one all that often. It doesn't happen. A lot of, especially in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how many overall 1v1s. I guess but we talked about one earlier, Cam you and You wonder if. San Fran and Baltimore, either one. And you think both will win, right? I think both this will week? win. Yeah. I, but you wonder yeah, if I, I don't, these, these teams that are tested and had to win down the stretch, Houston and Green Bay, you know, they'll be a tough out. Yeah. Better play well. Yeah. Better not be, quote, rusty. Well, Pittsburgh was in that same boat, and they weren't a tough out yesterday. Yeah, so I, I guess it's thought. probably both. Pittsburgh beat Baltimore and Baltimore didn't care. I, but I they did win those. They beat what, Seattle They beat a out bunch there. down the stretch. They won three. They won three. They were set. They had fallen. I got you. They lost three winnable Easy games. Ones. Arizona, yeah, Denver. Yeah. yeah. At and then home. They, yeah. And then all of a sudden you look up and they were seven and four and totally in control. And then right? they're seven and seven. Then they're seven and, and seven. Then they won Seattle and Balt in Cincinnati. Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Yeah. But Cincinnati we, we couldn't lit us up. They yeah. held them to like six. That's why, it's, you know, people keep, you know, and we've probably been guilty of this. Man, we could have been playing. We'd probably be going to Baltimore. The way we were playing, well, first off, I guess if we had beaten Tennessee, we would have had a different feel going against Cleveland. But I don't feel like we were going to win. I don't know. I just, we had too many. We're like Philadelphia, man. I mean, Tampa was the clear pick last night, right? I thought so. All those knuckleheads on. There's uh, a part of me that said, well, Philly will, you know, channel that 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 more championship mentality experience. But that those guys are, that Philadelphia became a team of 22 guys running in different directions. It just that's the sense you yeah. get. If you really watch their their post game, their comments, read their body language, see their sideline interactions. Yeah. Their coach changed defensive coordinators and play calling midway through the year. A team coming off a Super Bowl. What that does is is it takes off I mean, you're the coach. You didn't know this after last year? Right. I mean you had to wait through half a year this year. Although I guess he lost his did he lose his DC? Both. <laughs> yeah. He went to Arizona and yeah. Indy. I don't like though. 
we are just we in the media we're, we're so quick man we're so it's so hard in the NFL dude every every team every coach every organization is trying as hard as they can to win and only one gets the trophy at the end and you get to the it's so hard to do it every year and they so now the big topic today on national is should Sirianni be fired now if something happened because of the collapse just like here in Jacksonville if something happened and you could come out and say look this is what happened you know we found out that Nick Sirianni is a felon and he was actually leaving uh, work and um carjacking people <laughs> well, oh, okay I, I don't well, th- by the way this is a hypothetical yes yeah. yeah if you're just uh, stepping in yeah so I don't <laughs> understand why I mean gosh you're just so quick to you know, and we do it as fans too. Fire, 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 fire. Yeah. Change, oh. change, 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 yeah. change. Sign, 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 yeah. sign, sign. Cut, yeah. cut, cut. Right. Yeah, and you look at like I, I, I look at the Packers and how they've been built, and how they've hit home runs on all these draft picks, and and imp, they 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 accent with free agency. You know, of course, down here we'll go. Okay, you know, I gave you the the kid, uh, Bryce Huff. Is that his name from the Jets? We should sign Mike Evans. We should sign this. I mean, all the stars we should sign again in free agency. And then we'll have a terrible draft. And then we'll be in cap hell. And, you know, we got to, you know, if we've learned anything, you got to keep moving. You got to keep trying to get better every year. You got to build around Trevor. And you, and I think one thing Tony's dead on is you got to win up front, man. You got to win up front. Well, we're terrible. We're terrible in the trenches. And it's got to get better. We're not very good. And the guy who's been drafting the trenches doesn't do it very good. Guy's and then they double down. Doesn't do it very well. Uh, well, forever they don't do it very yeah. well. I mean, you know, I what we kill for like a Meester or I, John I, Wade I, around I here. I desperately want to hear the spin from there. Like I yearn for Vinny Manawai, Dan, for Chris yeah, Naoli, the late for, great Vinny Manawai, AJ Khan for Pete's sake. I lo- I just long for some brawlers. Can thank you. Who are you, James Khan, Jimmy Khan. Um. What were you going to say about co- you were going to say something about colleges? You teased in the last. No, break I just. We- uh, I mean, I just. What I, happened? I, I know what the go-to response is to this. Mm-hmm. What do you expect him to say? Oh, Scott Strickland's comments where he backed his coach. This dude is an idiot, dude. <laughs> you, you you want to tell people about reality when you are so out of touch? You ready? Okay. These are comments from All an right. interview that Strickland just did with the Orlando Sentinel, most of it about the state of Billy Napier. Uh, yeah. By the way, Strickland says it's. It's news to him, Billy Napier. Okay, hang on a on second. Hang on a second. I want you to say what's been said, mm-hmm. and then I want you mm-hmm. to say what you think he should have said. Is that fair? Um, I want you to say what has been sure. said by Strickland, and then I want you to say when you get asked that question what you would have said as the AD. Okay, I don't. So, have so, the, so you don't have to come out and say he's an idiot. I don't or have. He's Q, I don't have Q. And uh, you mean Strickland? Yeah. Yes. I don't have a and a I mean, I guess well, I, I can tell. Surmise. Go ahead and read me the thing, and I'll I, ask I don't, the question. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's a made-up term. People can put them on whatever list they want. It has nothing to do with reality when okay. ask about the hot seat. All right, so, Billy, uh, it looks like Napier will be on the hot seat this year. Well, we're three gums under 500 in two years. It's certainly an important year. Every year is an important year at the University of Florida. We need to see progress. Okay. That's what I would say. Okay, Not then, this namby-pamby, okay. everything's great. I'm 100% confident he's got us in the right direction. If you said that, did uh, he say that? I'm 100% confident he's got us in the right direction? Or is that what you're interpreting from what he, he says? He says he backs his football coach 100% as supremely confident he'll turn around the game. Co- okay, so if he had said Let me give what, you another one. Hold on. Okay. If he had said what you just said, uh-huh. the headline would be uh, Strickland puts Napier on the hot seat. Okay. Okay. 
I don't want him to think that I'm okay, Billy. You're doing your thing. Well, I know. I, That's all. Th- okay, continue, though. Billy made tough decisions that there that were definitely the right decision. That's going to have a big impact when... Uh, um, Why do you think he's had two straight losing seasons? Scott? We've had mistakes across the board. Uh-huh. Okay. We've had mistakes at every level of success for okay. a football if program. If you say that, coupled with, you know, then you're... Then again, the headline will be Strickland puts Napier on the hot seat. Continue. Okay. Um, let me give uh, this is a good one. Okay. Let me give you another good one. And I'm not necessarily saying you're you right ready? Or wrong. All right. This I'm is just you, playing you, the game you, here. You could have said this, by the way. That's not a compliment. You ready? <laughs> okay. This Middle last finger one. extended. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It comes back to the record. You make a field goal against Arkansas. I have said you this. stop a fourth down at Missouri. <laughs> the record's still not what we want, but it's a different conversation. The temperatures come down a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why so do you th- think? Why what? do you think Gator fan is yeah. in such angst? Yeah, because we lose winnable games. <laughs> Strickland close to firing Napier. <laughs> no, here in off season my, my, is my, now the headline. My, my point of that is that to me is not that does that that comment and I thought the same and we had the conversation. Yes, yes. That's not a compliment to me. You're yes. not you're not accentuating. You're not making me feel better with that. I'm not compliment. You're just telling me that my dude knows how to lose them. Yeah. He can lose them anyway. He can lose them fourth and twenty seven. Yeah. He can lose them on chip shot field goals. Oh, by the way, a field goal that would have been good if it I don't know, could get the field goal team on the field. Also fair. You know, end of year two making these mistakes. Also so fair. Yes, it's just this this notion, oh, every, it's again, it's it's the meme. It's, it's the house is on fire, and the, and the dog's sitting in the middle of it. Everything's okay here. Well, I feel like, and again, here's another good this, one. This, okay, give me one more. This, I, I have seen this before. This is what coaches say at Vanderbilt. Okay. Because I've always said this. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Everyone out there in race, listen to what I'm about to say. All right, all right. This is what they say at Vanderbilt or... Mississippi, old, you know, Mississippi State when they're terrible, or Indiana, mm-hmm. or any other program that can't reach 500. They say things like this. And before I do, there's an old cliche I used, a little joke, a little jab I'd make to Vanderbilt. You open up the magazine, and the good news for Vanderbilt, they got 17 starters returning. The bad news for Vanderbilt, they got 17 starters returning. They just went 2-10. Okay. I love this one. This is... Not future NFL draft picks, not Heisman Trophy winners, not not championships, division or otherwise. This is what we're going to hang our hat on this offseason, Dan Hicken. Okay. This is why it's arrow pointed up in mm-hmm. Hogtown. Mm-hmm. This is a quote. I didn't make this up. From the athletics director. Our overall roster is going to be older. Older teams beat up younger teams. You look at the teams that played in the college football playoff, there are a lot of veterans on those teams. One of the keys in college football, really, in all college sports these days, is you need to be old, and you need to figure out a way to stay old. So we're going to be older. <laughs> are you for real, bro, with that Well, with I that think quote? there's a little truth to that. Do you? Yeah. You don't think so? Now, I'll take his five-star and beat your 22-year-old three-star into the ground. I'll beat uh, his head into the ground. they got to get better, but I think you see an improvement in football players. How, so let's, let's, you don't think Eugene Wilson is going to be a better player this year in his second year? Full of course he will. He had a, yeah. a pretty good freshman year? Uh-huh. Yeah? I think he'll be better. Sure. Okay. That's yeah. one. All right. Kobe Collins. Jordan Castell. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, I think those guys. Uh, 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 Shamar James now will be a junior. Yeah, hopefully. 
Yeah. Only done transfer before then. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bigger this comes across. I'm, I'm just trying to be realistic here and not just. I mean, I, I understand. I, I, again, I don't like when your biggest attributes, not your talent, not your emerging talent. If it were that, if he knew his team, he could have said that. It made you feel better. I think the bit. I think the. And again, this this is an interview done at a basketball game, which I understand. And Edgar, it's Edgar, right? Yeah. Is that the one? Edgar. Edgar, did? Edgar does a good job, and he got Strickland. He asked him good questions, and it's all fair. I think the bigger criticism of Billy Napier right now, for me, and and I talked to like I was talking to my younger son about this because I'm like, and he kind of rolled his eyes. Now he's a Gator fan too, obviously, so he wants Florida to win. But I'm like, man, Florida's 53rd in the portal. He goes, well, they don't think so and so is good. They don't think so. Like he was the Ivy League kid. They don't think he's going to be that good. The corner from Oregon. They they don't have him ranked high. And he goes, but, you know, there's also a general thought. Like, FSU's gotten five Alabama kids. And FSU was telling, and, and I, listen, FSU fan, you know I don't like you. FSU fan was telling everybody, you know, they should, we should be in the championship game, but they just took five backups from Alabama. Well, I mean, there's just depth. <laughs> the coach wouldn't go there. Who had now, the, who? Alab- now, FSU should counter with this argument. Yeah, well, we also took Johnny Wilson, who had 18 catches at Arizona State. Look how he performed. We had Trey Benson, who didn't have much at Oregon. Look how he's done. So, in that respect, I I totally get it. I mean, I would mind the same guys, too. I'm wondering how come FSU, again, is sitting at three and Florida sitting at 50-something. Because they they signed guys that are on just, all the top 50 lists. It's not just players. We haven't signed a top. But, again, these are – and so I, I – That's why, it, it's it's That's a big – that's a – that's a way down the list here, man. Fifty something. So he better be right. Is my point. He, he better be right because the one thing I said going into this off season, as I said, Billy Napier, you best mind the portal because you need dudes. You don't have enough dudes. Well, he hasn't. We, and that's, if you don't, that's coming. Gone. Well, no, he's got a lot of guys coming in. He's going to have a full team. But if they're not dudes. They're not going to win. We'll find out. I, I looked at the latest. It was on three rivals. One. They're not in the top fifty of portal class rankings. I just said it. They're 53rd. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear the specifics yeah. of it. I'm reading some other stuff. No, that's coming. that's frightening. That's terrible, Dan. Yeah. We're 16th in recruiting. Again, again older... But you're putting all your stock into what this one group is saying that they're... I mean, and I don't understand why... I, I'm trying well, to get... It's not just a, them. If you can go to the others that rank them, I'm, they're I'm nowhere. I'm trying to get a feel for why they would be so low. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I know they've signed a bunch of guys... Or, Gotten a bunch well, of Well, because guys. they've gotten a bunch of three stars that have been part-time starters at lesser programs. Well, three, every one of them. Well, first off, lesser program, be careful. We're a lesser program. But, well, again, you don't think you're going to get better plucky <clears throat> San Diego State's three-star tackle. You're just not. You're going to end up with the same, you know, yeah, we'll find level out. of player like that we said, he better be right. Yeah. He better have scouted these guys. He better know what he's getting. Like, Richie Leonard went to FSU. Mm-hmm. Okay, Richie Leonard started all 12 games for us. Um. But we were horrible up front. So is that a plus or a negative? I, I don't we'll, know. I guess we'll find out. Because that's if, what I'm saying. If Richie Leonard goes to FSU and yeah. he's a starter and they're yeah. good, yeah. Uh, not our coaches suck. Yeah, fair. I mean, this is again it, I, at I, some point you can't keep doing the same no. thing and expect different results. So well, it's time. This is we're at the point in time for Florida football where it's time to take off. I guess you don't. Here's your my, system must take off. Yeah. If your system does not take off, then you ain't doing it right. I don't think this, Dan. Mm-hmm. I don't think eleven and fourteen takes off. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah, two subpar, yeah. losing football seasons yeah. where the talent is not better now than when you came in. Yeah, you, 
and you have shown a proclivity on game day to fudge it up even worse yeah. than it has to be. Yeah. So the biggest thing that needs to change this year before anything else happens, Billy Napier needs to call good, solid, crisp, mistake-free football games. Well, I'm going he to, makes as many mistakes as his team does. I'm going to choose to remain hopeful. That's uh, what too. I need to do in the offseason. I'm going to choose to look forward to Graham Mertz, a veteran at quarterback who played well for us last year. Montrell Johnson is back for his senior year, thank God. A kid who was our leading rusher last year. People don't know that. And, and, and you know, not the other guy who left and went to the arch rival. I'll, I don't even want to mention guys. I, I, the only one that bothers me in the portal are guys that go to your arch rival. I think that's weak. But that's neither here nor there. That's just my personal opinion. I'm going to choose to be excited about him. I'm going to be excited, excited to, to see Eugene Wilson. I'm going to be excited to see the other speedy receivers that we signed take a step forward, like Andy Gene, Aiden Mizell, these, these track stars that are coming in as well. I'm going to be excited to see a revamped offensive line. I'm going to be excited to see defensive linemen now who can get after the quarterback. And if they can't, then he'll be gone. I guess It's that simple. I guess there's, there's also this, and mm-hmm. we differ on this, and that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's a mistake to me. It's a weakness of the program if you lose your best offensive and defensive players to the portal and you replace them with guys while you wonder why you're only 50th. They're balancing what you're losing. You lost perhaps your best offensive player in, in ETN. He certainly has deserved to be considered a top two or three offensive player. And then Prince mm-hmm. Lee going off with his seven, the only guy who consistently got to the quarterback. Yeah, I didn't like him. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him one bit. He's a big mouth on social media. Yeah. No? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a I big get it. He, he He can't stop What's even a big now. Mouth? Dion. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dion was an All-American. What is yeah. this guy? Was he All-SEC? Well, he's the best we had. He's right, the best well, of our bad luck. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I choose to ride with Justice Boone. I okay. hope he goes out there. Well, and he won't he be gets riding with Chris McClellan. Ten sacks, and I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't say uh, yeah, he, when they say hike, he stand up and look here, around here, here, on certain plays, I, 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 and, and then tell me that's what he's supposed to do. My memory to our specific conversations ain't great, but I'm pretty sure you referenced this guy as part of the conversation of of hope last year, and that was Chris McClellan. Two years ago, I thought he had potentially yeah, didn't play he, as much this yeah. year. Well, and and again. Yeah, we'll see. So we that, got to, that's just an asterisk on Justice Boone, I guess. I don't know. Well, he was hurt. He I didn't play the whole year. I haven't seen anybody coming back other than uh-huh. Eugene Wilson uh-huh. on this current team, and, and Montreal Johnson are uh-huh. the only two guys. You don't guys. think Arliss Boardingham's got any potential? I don't think that. I'm just, well, I didn't finish. Uh-huh. Who look like they are championship-level players. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll keep it rolling. We got Brunch with the Tour coming up next right here on The Drill. Playing hurt today, ladies and gentlemen. We welcome to the show the executive vice president of the PGA Tour media staff, uh, Stuart G. Moore. G. G for the G, the OG. <laughs> G for Grandpa. As my back hurt last week, and now my uh, my my hip has completely gone shot. So not sure if they're a uh, partner at ten ten, but the good people at JOI are hopefully gonna. Get me in today and save the day. All right. All right. Well, nope. uh, good yeah. luck with that. Good luck with yeah. that. Um, what's going on besides that? So are you are you not at work today? You you, you... I, I am I am sitting at home waiting for them to confirm an appointment for me. Is uh, there any is there any possibility that just you're soft? <laughs> is there Dang. any possibility that I watched uh CJ Shroud? Uh, light it up this weekend, and then former Panther Baker Mayfield uh, go nuts on the Eagles last night, and I'm just taking being sick. Yeah, that's possible, too. Yeah, even Baker you had, didn't you? Yeah, we had Baker. Baker would be fine. Hey, who caught the first touchdown? David Moore? Yep, had him, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
I literally, I started a thread with my friends before we get into golf last night. Just yes, all the links of Panthers release X or Panthers trade X. And it was just, you know, whatever. Hey, it is what it is. let me ask you a question. Yep. Can you confirm or deny Grayson Murray sent a text to Rory after his win and said, okay. <laughs> I don't know if he has Rory's cell. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure they're the best of friends. But uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to, Hey, listen, I mean, that's fair, right? We got to give Grayson Murray some credit here. For those who don't know at one of the contentious meetings, as we continue to go through the live PGA tour world, but at one of those, Rory, who, you know, has been real good, but maybe said, hey, you know, Grayson Murray was complaining a lot and he'd had enough. And he said, well, why don't you just play better? Well, and there's a sidebar there, too. And it, it was kind of it wasn't pointed out when that interchange, you know, happened. But Grayson Murray overcame a like a horrific addiction. Mm-hmm. Like he was an alcoholic, right? Stewie out of the game. I mean, this, yeah. this guy has come back from the from the depths uh, to get this win. I've uh, I've known Grayson for a long time since he turned pro. He played our tour in Charlotte. And listen, here's a guy that had the Arnold Palmer Scholarship to Wake Forest. Uh-huh. Kicked off the team, went to Arizona State, kicked off the team. I think UNC Greensboro at some point, and just really, he's as talented as they come. I've I've rarely seen a better ball striker, at least in my time in the industry. I just he got a little sideways. You mm-hmm. know, arguments on Twitter, and um, so I, I would say this: that yes, he is turning over a new leaf. Good for he, him. But, yeah, I mean, he went to, I don't know if it was AA, but he went to a recovery place for a month. Um, I would say Chris Kirk is probably the, the shining example of trying to day-by-day day get over right. this. I think a lot of people say, you know, with Grayson, he still can be a little bit hot-headed at times, so maybe the verdict is out, but kudos to him for trying to take control of his life. And, and yeah, it was alcoholism and, and depression that comes with that and probably some, you know, some anger. I mean, his, you know, his Twitter would turn on and off and, you know, he would get into spats with people, but Listen, that moment with worry. I mean, we we've been through a lot with our business and our tour, and um, you know, at the end of the day, and it's it's like any part of life. I mean, play better. Yeah. I mean, oh, in your hands. Like I'm, you want. I'm, to, I, I'm looking at a hell of a, a picture of him from a scooter accident in Bermuda, where he yep. face got mauled. I mean, just absolutely mauled. Good so gracious. Only assume, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to assume what was happening that evening, but you know, he right. Was, he, listen, he was open and honest about it, and, mm-hmm. and kudos to these guys. I mean, listen, we, you know, we, we don't put Chris Kirk and Grayson Murray. No, I give him, I give him a lot of credit, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. By the way, were you suggesting Stuart Moore and Pross? Did you get this as well that Stuart Moore he suggested that perhaps he played alongside Grayson Moore back when he was a professional? I th- no, I think he was saying that he was running those tournaments and, oh, okay. and he was playing. Okay, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was just I was double going, checking. I, I will say this: I've been doing this for a long time, as you, Hick. Yes. If Stuart Moore were worth a flip in golf, I'd have seen him hit a golf shot by now. I've known him for a lot of years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If yeah. Stewie had game, we would know. We would have seen I, it in action. People would talk about him. There'd or, be something. Yeah. You know, Stuart's got a good stick. Stewart's going to say, yeah. no, instead he's just he's just giving up. His hip shot. Yeah, his back's his hurt. His hip shot. His back's hurt. His belly gets bigger hates every the, time I see him. He hates the Panthers. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Can we put HR on the line? Yeah, yeah, we can. We have no HR here, or there wouldn't be a radio station. Oh God! Oh, we kid because we care. All right. Well, anyway, so shout out like a a Buddha. I love. Yeah, shout out to Grayson Murray. What a a terrific win and a good, good ending to the to the century. All right, is that what it was? Sony, Sony. It was the Sony. Sony. Uh, They go to the American Express. Uh, This is the is this the former Bob Hope or no? This is the former Bob Hope. And listen, kudos, kudos to Amex for 
for stepping in, kind of reinventing the event. I mean, there's major concerts all week. And you, you look at the field, I mean, you've got Scheffler, Cantlay, Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele, Tom Cat. I mean, you've got a really good field lineup. And I think part of it is because they, you know, they've, they've recommitted back to PGA West, dies, uh, you know, course out there with the Alcatraz 17th hole with all the rocks on the island green and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and taking, I believe they take the amateurs out of the final round of play. And it's really just, I think they've made it a fun week for the players and their families and their fans. And Got the amateurs it. the hell out of there is what we did. It used yeah, to be a five yeah, round. Did. did it not used to be five rounds or is that mud? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did, which was kind of a slog, you know, and I think it had its heyday with Bob Hope and, and Arnold and, and everyone that kind of jumped in out there, but I, it really needed to be reinvented in the, in the, uh, in the eyes of the athlete, and I think they've done a great job. Do they not it. play the course where they go real low then anymore? D- David Duvall shot 59 yeah. there. Yeah. I think they still play it, but it's not the primary course. Okay. That's that's okay. the Palmer course. So the, the, the one that the main course is, remember when Lee Trevino made the hole in one in the skins game on the Island Green with all the rocks around? Yes. That's, that's the main course. All right. Heat, which, is, which is a great venue, a great test. So scoring still low, but it's not, you know, I don't think there's a daily 59 watch. And a lot of that's not necessarily the golf course. It's just the conditions and, you know, Coachella Valley are, it's perfect every single day and there's rarely any wind. Now, if there is wind, it's blowing 40. So, you know. All right, we're going to be watching the tote board tallies closely, like eagles, eagle eye. Frost, in fact, yesterday figured it out, and, and it was wrong. He was wrong. I looked at the Thank God he corrected him. So yeah. we have two people working on the tote board yeah, but it's just, tallies. It's accountability, right? E and I will be accountable to each other, and so. so E, can you give us an update on where everybody stands after Week One? I, sh- I sure can. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Leading the way, uh, the tour who took Brian Harmon and oh. uh, Russell Henley. Well done, Stewie. Um, what they have. Uh, 745K. Well, not a big one. Uh, second is your boy. I took Matt Fitzpatrick and Corey Connors. Okay. Got me a total of 433. Okay. And third place is Dan Hicken. Thank you. 382K. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and holding up the rear is Jeffrey Prosser, 320K. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, there's, so there's really basically nothing happened yeah, last week. Jordan not had a big, little bit of close. advantage. Between you, Dan, and I, I mean, that's like a one spot finish in the top 10 this week if it can happen. So I guess that le- at least me going first, that's first how we pick, do it here, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to leave the big boys for you. I like Tom Kim, man. I've, I've been on Tom Kim my whole Look at you. my whole since he's come along. I'm going to okay. go back on Tom Kim early okay. and I, I need a guy. I need some top 5s here. I don't know if Tom Kim's going to win, but I don't think he'll be real uh volatile. Tom uh-huh. Kim. Well, thank you. Yeah, take with chef the, with the second pick. Yeah, I, I let's hope you. let's hope he's putting well. Yeah, but I know he'll be striking the ball I knew, well. I knew I was leaving it. for Yeah, you. I appreciate. I'll yeah. take Scotty well, Scheffler. All right, that br- that brings us to e. e to the T. Yeah, your boy. I'm going with uh, Sung J M. Okay. Sung J M. Okay, I like that. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. S M Sim. Tour. We like to call him Sim Card Tour. The tour now, Stewie Moore representing the tour and in first yeah. place with a with a snake draft. He'll pick both four and five. You know, I, I hate to go full Ryder Cup in a President's Cup year, but it's hard to separate Cantlay and Shoffley. Oh, well, you'll make money, that's for sure. <laughs> down the you'll be making some money. Cantlay and Shoffley, well, that'll do it for the tour. Okay, uh, E? Uh, did I'm going to go with the old Grayson Murray. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, you like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This puts me in a predicament. <laughs> I got another big name out there. This this son of a gun has not played well last year. <sighs> Dad gummit. Come on, JT. Let's go. There he is. I mean, I can't I can't I gotta take JT. Listen, he's I'm gonna ride it. Listen. Five. I, I, huh? 
I'm going to ride three to, top fives after missing the playoffs. Yeah, right. and then he sat around for an off year and did goodness mm-hmm. knows what. So yeah. let's let's hope he. I, I'm going to take. Uh, I, I'm. I learned a lesson. I thought about this guy last week. He would have helped me rather than the, whoever my MC Hammer Batia? was. No, I liked Batia, but I'm not going with him. I'm going to ride the hot stick. I'm going to take Chris Kirk. Yeah, but he won two weeks ago. He's top twenty last week. He's played well at this event, I believe, in the past. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a uh I'm gonna take a, a hot stick while I can grab one. Hot stick, uh Stuart. Here we go. All right. All right. Well get well, my friend. Yeah, we I'm miss sorry you. you're not feeling well. Yeah, thanks thanks for all the the kind comments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure to put that in my memo to HR. All right. That's our friend Stuart. You know, settle down, Lucy. Stewie Moore, that's uh <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a Karen. Bit of a yeah. snowflake. Yeah. Uh, we'll get him out of here. We're Karen today, but we'll send him on his way. All right. Thank you, Stuart. Appreciate you, my man. We've got uh we've got the Lock and Law High School report next, but I wanted to pass this on. I haven't mentioned it yet, and I don't know what happened, but very sad story. Um our friend our, our friend, uh Ronald Powell passed away. The former Gator. Yeah. Why? 32 years old. I don't know. Number one recruit. I believe he yes. may be the highest ranked recruit in Gator history if you he go to be. like we called or, him uh, Ropo and the like, five star and the yeah, general because yeah. he was so high. He was one. Of, it was one of Urban's great. And by classes. the way, this is how how far Florida football has fallen. Yeah, Ronald Powell was considered to be somewhat of a disappointment at Florida. Put his numbers. He'd be the best player on the team right now. Yeah, he he uh, he played a couple years in the league. He was unbelievable. He came from California and, and Herb's got him. Got him at one of those. You know, Friday night. He got them with the with Dominic Easley and Sharif Floyd. Yeah. That whole class. Gosh, those were the days back when Florida was a like a verifiable actual player in the game. Yeah, very sad. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, like just I said, wait I for baseball season around games. Don't know well, what, what happened. When's baseball started? Just saw I was thirty two. Uh, Gators go at five tonight. Hoop wise. Why is that? Uh, bad weather in Tennessee. So they moved it. It was moved so it up. That is just yeah. Just beautiful music for me. Yeah. I'm going to watch right. that game and watch. Well, here's how that'll go. Gators will keep it close, and then Tennessee will pull away and win by eight. There you go. Don't even have to watch. Oh, this is the drill. It's Cat and Truck Accessories Tuesday. We'll talk high school sports next. All right, we got a special guest today. We're talking St. John's Country Day basketball. I love me a score, Hick. We get scores. We got a here. score. I get we got, excited. He's a, he's a baby, though. Shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot, Cam. Is that correct? Yeah. What <laughs> happens if you're having a bad night? What if you miss your first? Probably never do, but what if you miss your first three shots? You just shoot, shoot, you shoot, shoot, shoot or shoot. Yeah. All right, well, this is Cam. That's Cooper. our motto here. Cam Cooper's in eighth grade, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's already almost a thousand, huh? Six foot three. Yep. And he's scoring twenty points a game for St. John's Country Day, roughly. Yeah. Says his favorite player is KD. He's gonna. You know, Why do you like KD? Grow another so, six Cam? inches. You're there. Why KD? I kind of see KD as like myself. He's mm-hmm. like a tall dude that can score, but he can do everything really. So. You know, Cam, do you appreciate that back in the day, you know, when Dan was a young lad or I, if you were your size, you'd be playing one place, buddy, under the basket. And, uh, <laughs> and now the game's changed, right? Now you encourage him. The game now runs through athletic wings that are big with size. But there was a day you would have never left the paint. So I hope you appreciate these these bombs that you get to throw up. <laughs> Tell us about your game, Cam. Tell us, like, if we went to watch, like, what would you want us to say if we came and watched Cam Cooper play a basketball game? Um, I really try to do everything and try to help my team win. So I'm not only trying to score, but playing defense and trying to get my teammates open. All right, take us through. Now, uh, if you hadn't seen it, uh, it made all the rounds locally. You had a buzzer beater. Which there's nothing like a bu- – we were talking about this yesterday. There's nothing like a in buzzer sports, beater in it's basketball. The best. Right? So take us through the situation. What was the score? How much time was left? And how – what was the – take us through what happened when you, you won a game for your squad earlier this year. 
So I'm pretty sure someone fouled the other team and we're down one. Okay. And then they made the free throw to go up two, I think. And okay. Then How much time's left, do you think? Like 0.8 seconds. 0. 0.8. 0.8. Wow. 8. Okay. So then what happened? And then my teammate passed the ball in and threw it all the way down the court, and I just threw it up. So you caught it and shot it in 0. 0.8. Yep. So he gave you a good throw then. Yeah, it was a great throw. Great throw. How far down? How how far? How close to the basket are you? Foul line, top um, of the key. Three point shot, right? Yeah, it was a three, it was three point. pointer. You were on so the wing, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, he was over on the wing and caught it and swished it. I love that high school about, uh, time team. I'm not sure if that game's on TV in College Arena. They let you catch, turn, and shoot that thing from three. So, what about uh, what is the cutoff anymore? Point what? Point five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it left your hand, did you scream? Game. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yes, you would. <laughs> rain man, <laughs> make it rain. We're stupid, what Cam. You he just say? talked to us. And did ends. you say game or did you know? Did it feel good when it left your hand? It felt good, but I didn't know it was going in until it went in. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. You seem like a, a reserved, kind of quiet young man. It, young too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Young. So do you? Is that how? I mean, are you are you brash on the court or no? I'll talk a little bit, but I just try to look at the coach. Yeah, we got to get some true answers. Uh, I, that's uh, believable. That's okay. okay. You don't yeah, got to be. No. Durant's not his no. favorite guy. Yeah. No, just assassin. All right, tell us about your team. Tell us how things are going. It's been great. We're all young, but mm-hmm. like we've beat teams way older than us, and we've shown that we're one of the best teams in the city. So we're having a good year. So Cam was a starter on the varsity in sixth yeah. grade. Now, the size is there, but, man, you're playing against kids a lot older than you. What How was long that did like? it take to yeah. get used to that? I will say this. In hoops, a little bit different culture, right? You go play at the park when you're little. You get used to playing with older people. But when you're playing high school basketball and you're in sixth, seventh grade, what you know? What was that experience like or what is it like? I really got used to it after, like, my first year. So going to sixth and eighth grade now, I'm or seventh and eighth grade now, I'm I'm good with it. Did you? How much have you grown in the last couple? When you when you were in sixth grade, how tall were you? I think I was like five nine. So oh, you just like shot out about, about six eight inches in the last yeah. couple of years, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you guys are what fourteen and three? Is that right? Yep. Does that sound right? When's your next game? Tonight. Tonight. And tonight is a, a magical night for you because you'll go over a thousand points in scoring in your career already in eighth grade. It's gonna have a thousand points. That's incredible. This is where Dan, your your wheels are turning, wondering what point per game that must be. Six, seven. Don't eight. try. Yeah. No, nah, I can't do that. I what do y'all play? Twenty five games in a year on average, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'll score eighth, ninth, or ninth, tenth, two thousand. Yeah, he'll score seventy five games. A lot of points, yeah. and you're you're going to score a lot of points in your career at at St. John's Country Day. Are you aware of that? We can shoot for the. What? Let me ask you something. Do colleges are they allowed to talk to you already? Is that does that stuff go on yet, or is that I mean, in the dirty, dirty game of recruiting? Uh, by the way, but how 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 is that work? I'm not. I'm too young to talk to colleges, but yeah. But you have offers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> offers already. He has offers. You got D1 offers, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness gracious! So they see they've seen video of you, and then they. That's how it works, pretty much. Yeah. When are you when are you allowed to start talking? Here's what happens, Hick. You see a kid. He's six five. He's about to hit the thousand part mark. Okay. Thousand point mark as an eighth grader. Say, yeah, I'll go for it. We'll take that. Right. Yeah. We'll take Cam. Let me get this straight. He's in eighth grade. He's about to score his thousandth point. He's yeah. six five. Yeah. Yeah, we'll offer him. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if you played did you ever play Talia one on one? No, I didn't. If you played her one. Same school as Talia Scott, who we had in last year, yeah. and who's gone off to Arkansas. I saw she's number eight in the country in scoring as a freshman. Yeah. 
She's good. She's got. I think she has a little bit of a back injury right Does now. Does she? Yeah, she, you told me yesterday I don't think she she's been playing. Sitting. If you played Talia one-on-one, who would win? Hey, way too much size here. Hey, come on. I'm going to win. Yeah. You're going to win? Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, you too back, much size. Back her down a little bit or you yeah. just take she her She may outside. still be quick enough to get around your still-growing self. <laughs> he smiled at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a smile or a scoff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you play uh, horse, who wins? I'm still going to say me. Yeah. yeah. What is your what best? What if you play Dan? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is your best? E, e played Talia Scott. Yeah. How'd that her. go, E? 100 to nothing? I played both of them. Oh, oh you, you played Cam? I played oh. Cam, too. So oh. you know how bad he, he was is. embarrassing. Yeah. Wasn't it? Cam got that work. I didn't you were terrible. This. He was a what? seventh grader. They at said the time. you were terrible. <laughs> what is your. They said you were terrible, E. What is your go to horse shot? Uh, probably like behind the backboard. You do the behind the backboard? That, yeah. yeah. All right. What is, your, dunk. what is your best dunk? Uh, probably windmill right now. I'm windmill? Trying. Windmill. Yeah. yeah. Is it is dunking easy for you already? Yeah, it's getting easy. Oh, gosh. Think about <laughs> There's like kidding. two windmills. Like Back in the day, the windmill started here, and you came here, and you came overhand. But you know, I kind of got the sidewinding oh. windmill that comes across you the You have the bottom. sidewinding windmill in what your are we repertoire? We're doing this one. Not yeah. Yet. Yeah. Well, you yeah, seem like rock the cradle joint. Yeah. What is kind of that's a windmill kind of right? Yeah. What is your what is your favorite part besides basketball? What is your favorite part about school? It's a really good school. I've yeah. met a lot of people there. Like, yeah. Most of my friends are from St. John's. So. Okay. All right. All right. They got a good baseball team over there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Good you ever play baseball? No. No. All hoops. No. Too big of a strike zone, Hick. It wouldn't be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. You seem like a wonderful young man. We're going to be watching you and following you and yeah. get us a couple more buzzers. If you're not beaters. careful, you'll be back in here about another, how, what grade are you at? About another four, Ninth, four tenth, times 11, before yeah. we're done. Next four years, you'll be visiting us. Is that exciting for you? Uh, have you enjoyed your time here with us? I have. Uh, yeah. Good. I did some research and I found Dan's old highlight tape from high school. Let it ride. <laughs> this is me. Rain dance. Let it ride. Let it rain. That's kind of like I a play. brick. Uh, Ice man. <laughs> uh, you got to see that. Yeah, you enjoy it's, that. Uh, it's older than that movie's literally older than him. Absolutely. Yeah, at this All right, his name is Cam Cooper. He's yes. St. John's Country Day. He's going to go over scoring a on points. a hoop near Eighth you. Eighth grade, fourteen and three basketball yeah. team. A great staff, all hanging out with us. Have a coach who's thirty-seven who looks like he's fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I need to say. We have another one that they let me immediately know he's a two-time winner of Beat the Brains back in the day. Correct. Jackson's favorite forgotten game show. It never got its fair due. I thought it did. It never got its fair due. Just ask me. All, all right. right, that'll do Thank it. Thank you, Cam. Uh, appreciate you. Good luck to y'all uh, the rest of the way. We'll come back with more. It's Catlin Truck Accessories uh, Tuesday. I, I saw a, a headline yeah. from the National Football League and the coaching carousel that literally made me chuckle. I literally chuckled when I read the headline. I will share the headline and the chuckle with you when we come back. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes, Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. He is the GOAT producer. Hey, listen, as we welcome you back, we're a couple crazy zany radio guys who have a lot of fun here on the program and sometimes cross the line of respectability, I'll admit it. Okay. But I've been doing TV in Jacksonville for 38 years. Can't really cross the line in television. And I just, every day now, with this McAfee guy, you, you got to have just a modicum of decorum. Okay. Is that, is that proper English? Yeah. What's the latest? So yesterday, I don't even want to get into it, but again, he, 
on Martin Luther King Day. He starts talking about Martin Luther King, and he ta- starts talking about how he's been persecuted. <laughs> McAfee has. A white guy. So he can really feel like he, he feels your pain, yeah. African-America. I, I McAfee feels much like Martin Luther King and many of your uh, you know uh, relatives through the years. There's McAfee a, feels your pain of persecution. E, there's a slang term out there uh-huh. that... Alabama started to use Alabama football started to use this. Oh yeah, season. he must. Yeah, and yeah, and Reese Davis brought up the slang term, and McAfee in the middle of it interrupted him on game day and was like, "I thought you were going somewhere. Oh, of course, he's not going somewhere else." Well, but I think though this is, I, I don't then, know. Yesterday, I think this is Reese Davis's naivete and identifying something. I would that, agree. Like he like shouldn't you, have brought you, it you up. You heard of the turn? Did you see what Jalen Milrow had on his shoe uh, painted on his shoes at the title game? Uh oh. Yeah, we're not going to do it. I we'll, don't know if it's a pro. I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, don't I know do what it. the slang. Yeah, I know what it means. Reese yeah. Davis didn't. Uh, Reese Davis thought that the ac- uh, acronym he had meant um, let a naysayer know. E. Yeah. See yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, and I don't think that's exactly what Jalen Milrow meant when he but, put <laughs> right, right. right. McAfee again brought it up again yesterday. Well, that's I, I mean, it's what just, does that have to do with anything? I guess what I'm trying to say is honestly, and he, and he, and and his main boss already. It's just a matter of time till they say failed experiment, pull the plug. Yeah, I, I, he's bringing I too ima- much. And I can't imagine that the because it's still an afternoon show. The numbers are only going to be what the numbers are. He probably doesn't belong on te- on television. And that's okay. He's got his shtick. His shtick works. But it's probably more for, it's bar stool, And you can't really, I don't think you can put it, because it's. No, it's not. Made he it. has time and time again just basically stuck his middle finger up at, at where he, you just can't keep doing it. You wouldn't think. It's going to come to an end. It's the, the media on media. And then last night. I just thought it was funny that ESPN that it positions itself as the most caring when it comes to yeah. any and all needs. Yeah. You got one of their main guys throwing, yeah. let a naysayer know out, like yeah. he's just a jolly yeah. little just discovered something. Uh, bruh, that's not what he's saying. And then last <laughs> night, I got Jay Gruden and RG3 in a Twitter dust-up. Okay. And the only reason I know is because my son, hey, you see what RG3 and Jay Gruden are doing? It's unbelievable, you know. It was, it's over. The kids the, love the fights, though. Oh, yeah, they do. It's all over the... um. You know, Jay Gruden was RG3's coach and, you know. His coordinator or yeah. quarterback's coach, yeah. whatever he was. Whatever he was. He was head coach there, too, but not with him. No, Shanahan was, right? Oh, that's right. Cousins. So, Cousins eventually. He's like, hey, they're not helping him out with, they're not helping Hurts out with the blitz. And RG3's like, are you kidding me? And, and you know, and then it just back and forth starts. And it just is a, it's what, what, what I take away from the nonsense of that, the immaturity of that is, is this. Even the, quote, experts, the guys who play the game and the guys who coach the game see things differently and put different blames because football is the ultimate team game. There are so many moving parts, and you can always, when a play works, you can give credit to whomever. When a play doesn't work, you can blame whomever. It's just, to me, it's, it's scheme versus execution versus, and that's the beauty of football in a way because that makes all of us, we say all the same things as the coaches and players without having the knowledge that they have of playing at the highest level. You see what I'm saying? It's just, it always amazes me, but it's the same stuff. Hey man, you should have, your offense stunk. Well, no, you ran it poorly. As soon as I got cousins in there, he was fine. (laughs) So, you know, it's a, one of those type deals. So, and then fan, half the fans will take RG three side. Half the fans will take Gruden side. 
Uh, Tampa won last night with two kind of guys who've been on hot seats for a long time, and that's Baker and Todd Bowles, right? Yeah, fair. I mean, Todd Bowles replaced Bruce Arians. They, they, a lot of criticisms go his way, um, but a nice win over the Philadelphia Eagles at home. The, the, the Baker Mayfield victory, uh, he had a tremendous year, and he had a real good game last night, and he's taken advantage of a good situation, and he should be their quarterback going forward. Oh, God, I don't think there's any doubt that he will And if you go back to be. August, they were telling me it's going to be Trask or well, Mayfield. Correct. Uh, for sure. Mayfield's better. Uh, Baker Mayfield's had a good year. Great year, really, and he, right? Especially down the stretch here. The one thing that Baker Mayfield still has, and I think this is ultimately what keeps him from being a star player. Uh-huh. He still has way too low a floor. Like, he'll throw a stinker game at you that the greats, I mean, beyond stinker that the great. Let's see if he had one this year. I'm sure at some point uh-huh. um, that, that he did. Uh, uh, Baker had a home loss to, in a home loss to Detroit. He went 19 of 37, no touchdowns uh, and a pick. But overall, he avoided the bad this year. 28 touchdowns, 10 picks. And here down the stretch, I mean, uh, against Green Bay, they they won at Green Bay, Hick. Green Bay was pretty good down the stretch. They after they won at Green Bay um, the 17th of December. They won 34-20, went 22-28 for 381, four touchdowns, no picks. Mm-hmm. Beat the Jags, 283, two touchdowns, no mm, picks. Terrific, yeah. They lost at home to the Saints. He was just okay that day. Threw mm-hmm. for 300, but two and two. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's had a really good year. And he was good again last night. First Bucks quarterback with 300 yards and three touchdowns in a playoff game. Yeah. They had Brady, right? They did have Brady. And they won a Super Bowl another year, too. So, yeah, I don't think there's any – I don't I don't think there's any doubt that Baker Mayfield is back, and he's the quarterback of of the Bucks for the immediate future. He should be. He has earned that. I've got video from Baker Mayfield last year. Had his hand in the dirt playing scout team D-line last year wow. for Carolina. <laughs> they tried that, man. <laughs> They tried that, He man. was okay at the end of last year with the Rams. That kind of got him this chance with the Bucs because, right, he went to Carolina to be what he's been for the Bucs. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't. Yeah, they gave him a chance. Yeah. He wasn't. yeah. He wasn't. And so, and then they basically cut him, didn't they? Or did they trade him to the Rams for a, you know, bag of beans? And then, yeah. but he did enough. I remember in L.A. last year, he was gritty. They, their offensive line was beat up. He was getting sacked and, and killed, but he hung in and he, he put up a little bit of number. Uh, Bill Belichick interviewed for the Falcons job. Should should he have left without the job? I guess you got to he, fulfill he, here's, certain. Here's you, you've you've uh, stepped into my teeth. <laughs> yeah, he did. Thank you very much. Yeah, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, I laughed mm-hmm. reading these words in the form of a headline as they are. Okay, I said this earlier, Hick. I'm old enough to remember when the goat didn't mean you were the best of all time. Bill Buckner was a goat. Mm-hmm. Like in sports vernacular, for most of time, goat was a failure. It was an oaf. It was a clod. So in many ways, the Falcons are a goat franchise. All right, it was a meeting of the goats yesterday with two very different meanings. Okay. So I find this headline literally comical. Mm-hmm. Falcons interview Belichick for coaching vacancy. Oh, did they now? Mm-hmm. Are they parsing over Bill Belichick to see if he? can fit their culture. What exactly it is they trying to find out, Dan? Let me tell you how an interview with Bill Belichick goes. Coach, how much would it take for you to come here? Do you have any questions for us? <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about two dark, I mean, two, two 
vastly different forces colliding. There are no differences in failure and success in the history of sports yeah. than these two. So I, I find if I, the, the headline should have said this, Belichick interviews Falcons for coaching vacancy or Falcons beg Belichick during coaching interview. If Bill, if Bill Belichick shows the slightest interest, then I go down to the equipment room right now. I find two Falcons hoodies. I cut the sleeves off, and I say, can you start tomorrow? Right. And I would say that, by the way, for any highfalutin franchise out there that thinks that, no, they don't want Bill Belichick, I pity you, fools. I pity you. Is there any coach out there was like that you would trade, that you wouldn't trade for Billy? Is there I, I don't. I'd like. To, I need to see Bill. I, I will say this on as far as Atlanta goes. Why would you take it if you're Belichick? You're stepping right back into no quarterback. Well, they got to have a plan. Yeah, they'd have to have Fields in the motion. I don't want even Russell Wilson, but you got to have a quarterback, man. This is what the reason he has failed so badly since Brady is because Brady's gone. Not just Brady's greatest, but the, who's been playing instead of him? You can't win with Bailey Zappi. You can't win with Mac Jones. You can't win. And so you're not winning with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. He can do what he did there. We could, Atlanta could be that 10-7 and 7 team that makes the postseason. They've got pieces on defense, but the Falcons interview Bill Belichick. Give me a break, man. The Falcons beg. The Falcons offer anything that you want. Falcons offer Home Depot to Belichick. I don't care what it takes, yeah. but the notion that somehow you're going to decide if Bill Belichick Bill, – and, and by the way, this applies everywhere. Bill Belichick's off interviewing teams, isn't he, Dan? Yeah. I mean, if, if any team brings in Bill Belichick with him needing to convince them, right? then a pox on them, well, may they never win a Super Bowl. I mean, you got a dude with six here. You think Arthur Blank said, Bill, just one question. When it was 28 to 3. Right, right. <laughs> um, I did bring a piece of uh, video to the interview. Um, <laughs> I want to show you this real quick. Uh, you you have the twenty eight, uh, and uh, we have the three. We had the three. We, um, we, we, don't, we don't even give up. Uh, I'll be out in my car if you want to call me on my flip phone. I was laughing at uh, uh Joe. You is on the Shanahan line. Shanahan guy. Uh, what are you doing throwing the ball? <laughs> uh, the all pro rookie hotline. Hello, uh, Joe. Hello. How are you, sure, buddy? Sure, wish we were having this conversation that uh, Dennis Allen was out and uh, we right. Were, you take him in a heartbeat. I don't know. If that, yeah, I don't know if Belly's going to work. I remember we had Hank Stram back in the day, and it was, you know. Hank Stram. I, I love mean, Hank I love you, Joe, but, I mean, you're going to put Hank Stram in Belly's category. I'm going to have to, know, say, I'm have to say no, but I hear you. It doesn't always translate. You go, I mean, look, look at the Dolphins. They got Jimmy Johnson in his prime. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, a two really, Jackson, the third. And yeah, and it's hard to re- replicate, man. It takes a special, you know, total prize. That's what was so amazing about about Brady and Belichick together and why it is both of them because the re- the, the the supporting casts were so different over the the course of the run right i mean they did it a bunch of different ways with a bunch of different play- players who were main players in the early were retired 5 years by the time they won the last so anyway i as a falcons fan if you don't want belichick i don't i just don't know what to tell you at least try yeah <laughs> jimmy still had that fire they could have let him coach the second half of that cowboys game yeah he gave a good look Pep speech that uh, went went widely ignored. Hey, the NFL with this money grab with Peacock. You know the worst thing for me about uh, the Peacock situation this weekend 
was realizing that I still freaking have Peacock from like a year ago or something. <laughs> I, I never still pay for it. it. Yeah, that's what happens. They'll be saying the same that's thing what next year. Do. A lot of people, I'm telling you, a lot of people got it for the game, and they're going to next year wind up like me, like, I don't have Peacock. And then check your bill, and she's been paying for it for a year. So, uh, boy. Thanks. That's what they say about Christmas. Grass. That's what they say about Christmas time, Joe. You should never buy a gift card. Because so many of them get put aside, intended to use, and then they expire without ever getting used. You're better off just giving them cash. So next year, that just give me a hundo cash. A, that reminds me, we got a uh, we had a family thing out of town. We bought this karaoke machine, and lo and behold, you have to subscribe to the karaoke stuff. So let me go and cancel that because I'm sure I forgot to cancel that from last year. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, boys. Y'all See, thanks, buddy. Joe, I, I can't believe he didn't bring up Cam Ward. I thought for sure that's, that's what, what it I was. That's what I for. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more. Keep it rolling right here on The Drill. All right, now, gang, we're back on the Cattle Truck Accessories. So Tuesday, time for the pest. So there's a minor pest. I understand this is a fine line here. Some of you may find the coach's reaction to be the best of the day. But I'm going to uh, I'm gonna give it somewhere else. It's brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Uh, the boys from Mission Pest will be out at the house this week. Got to keep things perfectly in line. Pest are persistent in the Sunshine State. And, uh, buddy, if the winter they're trying to come inside, if it's summer they're everywhere, you need somebody who has you in total control. Read those Google reviews. You won't find a better, more customer service uh, and customer-friendly pest control company than Mission Pest Solutions. Uh, Trust me, also a customer myself. Text or call 944-PEST. You'll speak directly with the owners. Veteran and locally owned and operated, Mission Pest Solutions will give you 25% off your initial service. When you mentioned 1010XL, I'm going to go with Brooke Pryor. Who's Brooke Pryor, you say? Brooke Pryor is a, a reporter for ESPN. She's the Duraco of the Pittsburgh Steelers for ESPN. And I know in today's day and age, there's always this rush to be sure that you do this or you do that. And sometimes, man, it's just there's a time and place for everything. And the time for a question for Mike Tomlin about his future is not after he just had a gut-wrenching loss to the Bills. Mike Tomlin will have an end-of-season wrap-up in two or three days where the assembled media can show up. So, um, you know, asking at the end of the press conference to get it in. And by the way, this is why, to me, the question is a little bit BS, Dan. Okay? He's not a free agent. His contract isn't up. This is a diff- It's a more appropriate question if the contract status is in. He's got a, he's got a year left on his contract. It's not a time to talk about contract negotiations after your season just ended. And by the way, a game that you got back in and most, you know, it's a tough loss. Now's not the time, man. You could see that perhaps Brooke Pryor is already kind of a pest of the day with Mike Tomlin. It was kind of out of style for him, but she didn't get the question half out and he uh, exit stage left, turned and walked off uh, the podium. So just a mild pest of the day. And I get it. We all got questions to ask and you want to ask them. You're not going to, I mean, at some point, it's like this. We used to get this criticism sometimes, Dan. Why didn't you ask Coughlin this? Sometimes you have to trust the guys asking questions that they know what answer they're going to or not get by asking certain things, and it doesn't serve you any purpose to ask them. And Brooke Price should be smart enough to know, what does she think Mike Tomlin's going to do there, Dan? Huh, E? What's Mike Tomlin going to do there at the end of his press conference and the loss to the Bills when she says, Coach, you're going to do the last year of your, boop, he gone. What's he going to say? Well, Brooke, that's a really good question. I've been thinking about this contract situation a lot. It's probably even affected us down the stretch. I have one year left, but 17th, I mean, 
Pest of the Day, brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Call 944-PEST. And uh, like me, you can get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. You want to see what's trending? Is that Let's what we're do doing? do it. All right. Brought to you by Pet Paradise. That's more. We give you we give you somebody on this radio show. It's the best, man. And Pet Paradise Number is the five. best for all your pet care providing needs. Last week, we reported that Nike and Tiger Woods would be separating. Well, in 27 years, gentlemen, you know how much money Nike has paid Tiger Woods? How much? Approximately $660 million. Mm. But pre-Tiger, Nike Golf was making about $6.1 billion. Tiger, post-Tiger, or, or during Tiger, $51.7 billion. That's wow. how much he's brought to that to, to that brand. Shout out Tiger Woods, man. Shout out. The GOAT, right? He's on that GOAT Rushmore. Oh, yeah. What we say? Yeah. I was saying this about the GOAT, and how it's got two different meanings. You know, it wasn't that long ago that if you were the GOAT, you were the failure. You were the clod. You were the reason they lost. Bill Buckner, the GOAT of the World Series. Well, now the GOAT means greatest of all time. And we started thinking, Jordan, probably the first that was glossed the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when that ac- acronym kind of came Um, into like, popularity. Yep. And then it went to Tiger and then Brady. Those are the three that you hear the goat about more. Now it's like anyone and everyone. Mm-hmm. Number four. Dano, you Yo. used to talk about a, uh, a Netflix series called Quarterbacks a lot. Oh, yeah, I like that. You really like quarterbacks. Are we back? Well, Netflix is thinking about making a quarter or a version with the NBA. Okay. They're going to make, they're going to uh, create a, a docu-series there where it's documenting some players. In the NBA. They should. It's going to be like quarterback style. I think I'll, I'll be interested in that. Absolutely. Those NBA guys, they, they live a, a fun lifestyle for sure. I um, Did we ever learn the Netflix? I don't know if they did it. They, the, 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 remember the one last year? Yeah. They just couldn't They couldn't get anyone. That was Manning production, right? Right, they, right. They couldn't get anybody to do it? I don't know. Because if they did, wouldn't we know by now who they are? Maybe the one is still in the postseason and they don't want to let you know. To y'all's point, we talked about this. If they are doing it with somebody, somebody's going to notice because the cameras follow them everywhere. Uh uh I would think. Number three. Eric Spolstra just got a big deal from the uh, the Miami Heat. He signed a new uh, eight-year, $120 million contract. Yeah. But it's being reported that Miami purposely waited for his divorce to go through Very before nice. they offered him a deal. As the young kids would say, city boys up one. <laughs> Number two. Dano, your boy is in the news. Who we got? Elton. Oh, EJ. El- oh, EJ, he um he received EGOT status. So apparently oh. the Emmys were just recently. He won an Emmy. Yeah, Emmy, so. Grammy, Oscar, Oscar, Tony. and Tony. Tony yeah. uh-huh. Who's got he got status? He yeah, who uh, does? Uh, nineteen people. Nineteen. Uh, so he joins the likes of John Legend, Jennifer Hudson, Whoopi Goldberg, Tim Rice, and Andrew Lloyd Webber, to name a few. Okay. Right. He got status. That's pretty good, man. Number one. Oh, I was excited to read about this. What you got? Ever since I joined the drill, I joined a. Uh, you know, I found a new like, a love, in mm-hmm. a sense, for baseball. Yes, you have. And something that we talk about all the time is the Savannah Bananas. Love the bananas. And they're, I almost wore the banana hat today. Yeah. They um, they just recently released their schedule. Oh, and they'll be in Jacksonville, baby. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville, they'll be playing the party animals March oh, yeah. 1st, 2nd, and 3rd here in Jacksonville, it's Florida. A lot of fun. If you haven't been, you got to go. Yeah, I'm trying to work with them boys. Do a little something, something. Yeah. First base coach. You know yeah, you would be good. <laughs> you would be very good. And that's what's trending. That's well done. That's well done. He uh, Outstanding work. Again, I want to mention that Ronald Powell, the former Gator, just 32, 
uh, passed away. A lot of lot of stuff coming in on social media from his old teammates and such. Just very very sad to see. Very uh, heartbreaking. Very no, young. Do we know what to? No, no. He's. I saw a picture with him with a couple of his kids, young kids. I, it's very. Uh, I hate that. I hate that. So, but I wanted to make sure people heard or or knew about it and 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 saw that that had occurred. Kind of speaking back on the Savannah Bananas real quick. Uh-huh. I went on their Instagram page because, like, that th- those trick shots and trick moves in any sport is impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are talented with that baseball. Oh, you yeah. Know you go around the back of oh, the basketball. Yeah. One of those guys literally, he, he fielded the ball mm-hmm. with his glove and went around his back to his throwing hand and threw the guy out at first base. It's already sold out, by the way, so don't think you can run, go get tickets. The bananas are sold out. The bananas right now need to find a way. They need to have three bananas. You know, they need to have three teams of bananas. The bananas need to be the bananas need to be like one of those old wrestling shows. Tonight at the huh? Memphis Armory. Tomorrow at the Tupelo, you know, convention they center. Sold out. They're already three. All three, man. They're, ta- they're the Taylor Swift sports. Right. Huh? Absolutely. Maybe we, go, maybe we have to go see him in Vancouver if we're going to get a spot. <laughs> huh? The playoffs are set for the weekend that's uh, coming up. I, I, all the talk is rightfully about the, uh, you know what? And Josh Allen deserves respect for this, too. He has made he and Mahomes the rivalry. Burrow can't do it. He's not there every year, whether he's hurt or they don't make it or whatever. You know, it's, it's Mahomes. And Allen needs, he needs, he needs a Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. What is Josh Allen if he takes the Bills and wins the Super Bowl? Because if he wins one now, he may not be done winning them, by the way. I mean, is it not possible that we turn around in four years and no longer Mahomes is the GOAT of the generation? Yeah. Let's give some of these other young cats a chance to make their... The the thing that worries me about Buffalo... Turn the radio off, Buffalo Tom. I'll give you three seconds. Turn off the radio, Buffalo Tom. Here's what bothers me about Buffalo, Dan. Mm Mm-hmm. I never feel they, they they those dudes feel like they can always they're always capable of giving the the game away they like they, they just don't close it out man and they just they keep I mean thirteen seconds would be the prime example you know you saw them against the Eagles this year Oof. give the game away I mean they're 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 they it's they 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 just make it nervous they had that game yesterday in total control Dan yeah twenty one nothing it should have never been twenty four seventeen. It should have never gotten to within a touchdown, and the Steelers are back in the game. The Steelers, without a quarterback in those conditions, were not good. So, eh, what a fascinating matchup it'll be, Mahomes and, and Allen. And I think that I, I heard it said, and this is a good way to say it, it's not that we don't think Mahomes can win on the road in the playoffs, but gosh, we sure are ready to see him have to try. Yeah. Played every playoff well, game at finally home. finally is. Yeah. Finally. Every playoff game at home. So, I'll make the turn for home when we come back. This is the drill. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. Morning, Tone. Good morning. I see Jeff Logman here. Looks like you got a Super Tuesday plan on Jags today. We do, and that's our question of the day as we do each Tuesday when we have Jeff in with us. Just what are your questions for Jeff Logman? Uh, about the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we got him one last time for the 2023 season. So we'll get into that with him today as we look ahead to the Jaguars offseason. I heard a great moment on Jaguars today yesterday. Oh. As I was <laughs> – it made me chuckle out loud. As I was le- as I was driving, mm-hmm. I was catching the end of the program. Mm-hmm. And you had David Garrard on DG9. We did, yeah. 
And Mike asked him, you know, hey, Dave, uh, you know, heading to the offseason, you know, you want to stop by oh, yeah, anytime? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least he's honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. I was, it was good. It was a good, good radio moment. I yeah, enjoyed David that. David gets done here. He's got family doing yeah. 15 different things. No. He's got everything he Come does on. up in Carolina. We'll he's see, hardly we'll, in town. We'll see you in August. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a great show. Thank you. Uh, Jeff Lagerman is here. Mike and Tony are getting ready for Jaguars today. E! Now, today's takeaways. Brought to you by Key Buick GMC where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff! Well, I have three or four interesting things to take Just away one, from today. Just one, please. I think I'll interest. It's fascinating to me that we've uh, developed a dynamic here in the NFL where the Atlanta Falcons, of all people, need to vet Bill Belichick. Just, okay. Just to make sure he meets their standards. Let's hope so. Yeah. All right. E! <laughs> Shout out to the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Oh, uh, yeah. They, I guess they're trying to educate us. Uh-huh. New GOAT meaning. Greatest of all time. Yeah, that's what, who, who, who would have thought? Yeah. That's what Go it means. Oh, yeah. Thank oh. you. Okay, well, good. We're good. We'll have a Super Tuesday. <laughs>